listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Are you ready to witness greatness? NFL fans, welcome to the largest tailgate party in the nation. Let's go! Different day, same recipe. Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks. We're setting you up with the information you need to watch your team win. Victory is the end game. We're here to break it all down. Let's go, let's go. This is... Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Now, we're live from your tailgate. Here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz, and sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. Oh, welcome in week three, everybody. Getting you all set for the action. You know, I thought about throw-up rides at the local fair yesterday. It's something that Jeff Schwartz's Twitter feed made me think of because Jeff looked like he was in the sauna for too long, living and dying with his ducks yesterday. And we get to go right back in the sauna today. We get to hop right back on the throw-up rides today with week three of the NFL. But uh, Oregon pulled it out, so that makes it worth it there, Jeff. Make no mistake, I'm a fan first, okay? So I am going to... Talk about football as a fan, especially the teams that I root for. And yes, yesterday was a rough one, and uh, but we won, which is most important. We did not cover. We did not cover. We should have. That was that would not have been that would not have been acceptable because we, we didn't cover for 59 minutes of that game. Um, but nonetheless, Oregon won. Move it along, Bill, and get ready for NFL Sunday. Hey, uh, good, good to see you guys. We uh, another interesting week in Vegas here. You know, it's tough living in Vegas. It really is. Oh, I feel so sorry for you. <laughs> no, it really. this is Vice Central. I always tell people this is Vice Central here. Uh, you know, this weekend was a big festival, iHeart Festival, this weekend. And I uh, got to go to the show. I went to dinner with one of the a couple of the execs the other night. They said, hey, you want to go to the show tomorrow night? And I wasn't really interested in going. But I looked at the lineup. I said, okay, Lionel Richie, Pat Benatar. I called my wife because I know she, want, he, she wanted to see Lionel. And I said, hey, Lionel Richie's at this festival. You want to go? Oh, she goes, okay, I will go. So not realizing all these other bands and groups, the guy that opened the show blew us away. Now you guys are going to make fun of me because, of course, you guys both know him. And uh, I heard of him. I know who he is, but I didn't realize I actually know a couple of his songs. Pitbull opened up. <laughs> okay. And Pitbull blew you crack. away. All right. L- he crack. blew me away. I When the Chiefs won the Super Bowl – in 2020, right. I was, you know, my brother played for the Chiefs. I got to go to like the Chiefs after party. Pitbull played from 2:30 a.m. to 4 a.m. at the Chiefs team hotel. It was the best hour and a half I've ever experienced. Nice. Oh my god! And we, we were it. like, we were like literally right there. That was just the Chiefs family and Pitbull. What a show! It's incredible. So thanks to, to iHeart, they put me right in a VIP section up <laughs> front, right show, by the Brian? right by the hey, stage. I'm not knocking it. I think we should use no, that as bumper music from now on. It was on. Just uh, use listen Pitbull. to me. Listen to me. Put on a good I, show. I really don't usually. You got to listen, guys. I probably haven't did a little dancing since uh, Michael Jackson in the '80s. You, you got to move when Pitbull's playing. I mean, yes. it was un, it was unbelievable. Pitbull opening, and then it went into other bands. Like I, I, I have to admit, it, I don't know who Sam Smith is. People went crazy, oh, and, yeah. and 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 by the way, very nice voice, a little bit slower. But they went from Pitbull to him to the Black Keys, which I didn't know they were a oh, jam love band. Love the Black Keys. By the way, love them. I thought they yeah. were great. I, I they, like Black Keys were great. 
Oh, the Black Eyed Peas were great also. We, we left after the Black Eyed Peas. But it, it just hearing all these groups together, and uh, I didn't realize how, how, how good this was. This was really cool. It was a, and thanks to iHeart and, and the execs. And, um, yeah, it was, it was really cool Very out here. Cool. So, anyway, yeah, every weekend you now, can do crack, that kind of stuff. Now, Crack, you talked about your dancing skills. You might be doing yeah. some dancing if the over hits in the Buffalo-Miami game. You're on this. Now, it's ticked up a bit to 53-and-a-half. A couple of things to keep in mind for this game. Huge matchup, divisional matchup. You've got the top three receivers in the league all in this game. You've got Tyreek Hill leading the league. Stephon Diggs is second. Jalen Waddell is third. You've got five starters out for the Buffalo Bills. Micah Hyde, the safety, is out for the year with a neck injury. Now we've heard that Jordan Poyer is also out for this game with a foot injury. Dane Jackson, Jordan Phillips, Ed Oliver, a lot of talent on that Buffalo defense that is out for this game. So you've got your eyes on the over here, Crack. You know, when I sent this to you guys last night, uh, by the way, for the listeners, so we have a group text that we talk every week. I get these guys out. I'm texting like 10 o'clock Vegas time, not even thinking it's like 1 a.m. Jeff's wife screaming, who is that again? No, my uh, phone's on silent, but I was, oh, I was watching, I was, I was, I was watching uh, the Beavers <laughs> there blow that game against the Trojans at 1 a.m. So <laughs> yep. I was oh, wide good. awake. So I had a funny feeling that, Jeff, that you were up late, late, like late uh, Saturday night. So, uh, But uh, a lot of times I will try to be in consideration. I, listen, I try to give these guys all good info during the week when I'm betting before things move and even last night I texted them that I said listen this Buffalo game's a, a really good game on the over and, and it was 53 everywhere there wasn't one 53 and a half so uh, of course the market and listen everyone this is kind of scares me I know for the fourth one this morning I know four different of the of the big syndicate groups that bet NFL totals all four or on the same one. I don't remember that happening uh, in, in life, that all four were coming on the same thing. So, And, you know, the market's kind of treating Buffalo like they're – the, the the greatest team in, in decades. I mean, I know it. Ma- maybe like since like the uh, uh, Patriots of like oh seven or something. I mean, <laughs> no, they're 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 really treating them like the the they're the, the greatest team now. Um, I, I I don't know. They're, listen, those all the defensive starters out. They're banged up. Um, yeah. the secondary. I don't know if they're that team. They look good. Maybe the teams that they played. Yeah, uh, made him look a little better too. So we'll see. We'll see. Today's a giant game, giant division game. Yeah, I, I think part of it is that when Buffalo has won games, they blow teams out. If you look at the last two years, this season and last season, that when they win a game, they win by over two touchdowns. Like they don't have any wins in the last year and in, in, in two games where they did not win by more than two touchdowns. So I think when when we see their wins, what they did against against Tennessee. They just blow teams out when they win, or they lose. Those are the two options: they lose to Jacksonville nine to six, or they yeah. win by by two touchdowns. Um, and so that's why I think when you look at at you know handicapping this game specifically, how much do you take into consideration what happened last week, right? So for three quarters, the Dolphins' offense did not look very good, right? Tua did not look as good. Obviously, in the fourth quarter, looked incredible. And part of that was. The speed obviously stretches the Ravens' defense. There were two blown coverages, but Tua found those guys. He made some nice throws, Brian. I think that's like the, the consideration here is that we know what Buffalo is, right? But are the Dolphins what we saw the first three quarters against Baltimore or the last quarter against Baltimore? Yeah, and that's the thing. The Dolphins, they've lost the last seven against the Bills by an average of 19 points. They've gotten worked by Buffalo. So we'll get some answers today. This is a game for the Dolphins – if you've got five defensive starters out for the Bills, this is a game at home in September. 
you got to be able to show up and get the job done. And I also think, on a side note, I think that, to Crack's point, the Bills at this stage are a bit overrated. They're a bit overvalued. They've looked great, but that's a good point by you, Jeff. The Rams, they don't play their starters in preseason. I think the Rams helped the Bills look good in that opener. And the Titans certainly made the Bills look good last week. But the Titans aren't that good. Like That's part of it, too, guys, is that I think we overvalue what the Titans are. And I've made this point. I have have their win total under. And I just and I don't think the Colts are that great either anymore. So I'm not sure like which one I think will win the division. Maybe Jacksonville will. So maybe it, it's kind of late on the Jacksonville train to, to put money on them. You, you still get money on them, but I just feel like the Titans aren't very good. So if you look at it through that lens, then you're, to your point, the Buffalo wins don't look as impressive right. because the Rams were down week one, I think, and I think the Rams are not as good as last year either. And the Tennessee certainly not as good as they were. I, I think Malik Wills plays sooner or later in Tennessee. Yeah, and I'll just add that I think even before the season started, and this is going to sound like Dolphin logic, I'm sorry, but bear with me. I'll put my rooting allegiance to the side here, but I really do believe this is true. I think that even before the season started, because the Bills were the favorites to win the Super Bowl, and they've got a lot of talent, but I've never seen a team get more props for losing a game like they did against the Chiefs. (laughs) <laughs> like just wetting themselves up by a field goal with 13 seconds to go. And all of it was just, oh, the overtime rules. And I thought the Bills were overrated before the season started. And I thought Tua was underrated. All no. the scrutiny for Tua. This guy sucks. It's like he wasn't as bad as his reputation no. would lead you to believe. And but he's I shown think, that through two weeks at least. No, you're right there. But I think that the, the thing with Tua, though, is that you're always compared to your draft class, especially top of the draft class, right? You have Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, and you look at Tua, and you say, look, he's just not as good as those guys. And that's fine. You don't have to be as good as those guys. But you also look around the rest of the AFC and the quarterbacks in, in this conference, and you think to yourself, as good as Tua can be, will he ever be as good as Josh Allen or Pat Mahomes or Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow or Lamar Jackson? And if that's the case, then I think a lot of us feel like you know, winning a Super Bowl, which is the ultimate goal, probably hard to do if you're Dolphins. However, look, we've seen this offense with Mike McDaniel, the Shanahan offense, the McVay offense, right? It gets a lot of, I'm not saying two is average, so two and on. Slow down here. It gets a lot of quarterbacks that are not elite to Super Bowl. We've seen it. Jared Goff, Jimmy G. So he can function very well in this offense, and he has functioned very well in this offense. I think there should be excitement in Miami, especially when the, the Bills are down five defensive starters today. You know, I, I said I said uh, last night to you guys on the text, uh, I said, let me see the exact words about Tua. I just need him to exploit the situations on the field, maybe uh, the Buffalo secondary, especially late in the game, maybe like he did versus Baltimore. Um, I, I need him to, to have a good game. It's real simple. I need him to have a good game for this game to go over. So uh, it, it's going to be, I think, Usually I like first halves over because yeah. a lot of times when teams are up uh, by a lot, yeah, bigger be. spreads. But this is, you know, this was six. It's down to four and a half. A lot of times they'll just run the ball and run the clock out. This is a situation where I think the opposite. I think it's going to be 100-plus degrees on the field I'm hearing here. Oh, I think those guys may, may, may be affected in, uh, late in the game. So we're, we're hoping that, uh, that, that Tua, he has to have a good game in order for me to cash this over. Crack, are you on the first half over also or just the you game? Know, I really didn't bet the first half over, and I love betting first half overs. I'm a first half over guy. I didn't. I may still look at this during the breaks. You guys know I bet stuff during the <laughs> – during, during, you know, I get good info during, <laughs> stuff, a, during the breaks stuff. and stuff. Yeah, so um, 
Anyway, yeah, I may look to, to bet that also, but uh, right now it's just full game over. And I, I bet it early in the week, and I did something last night I haven't done in years. Bet a second time because I bet over 52 and a half. And then last night it was still 53 everywhere. I'm looking at the screen, and that's when I text you guys. I said, you know what? I'm putting some more money on it. And I put a lot of money on it, and the book did not move for another hour. So usually the books move if I bet. The sports books move. The book did not move, which is a major book here in town, did not move off my bet. It was a good-sized bet. And then, sure enough, when I woke up this morning, I seen all 53 and a half. Not that I even want to see that. By the way, a good handicapper, a good originator, will not want to see his games move in his direction. I know other people say, oh, you need closing line value. You don't want... Not so fast on that. If the originator is betting something, they don't want the bookmaker to catch up on that throughout the year now what i mean is maybe i'll think uh you know a certain team a i could bet over all the time on team a well team a by team if it moves every single week to the over by three four five weeks the bookmaker says hey whatever team a plays they bet over anyway so let's add another point to the to that game so that's the reason why i know i'm getting a little bit too analytical guys but it's just uh really we, I, I don't want to see i'd rather have my games just stay the same but they don't because i'm a winning player and they're and they move off winning players which they're supposed to hey man we love the analytical crack you know yeah. you can get analytical on us all day but it does but, <laughs> it, but the closing value i mean does matter though i mean as much as you say it doesn't sure. i mean it does because oh, no, I mean, it, does. oh even, it absolutely matters even a college game last night washington stanford opened up at 60 and a half for the total or and it went to 61 62 and it closed yesterday i think it got back to 62 but for most of the week it was at 63 64 guess what it was last night 62 points of course so the open, you know, the opening number. If you're able to get on that early in a right. high-scoring game, you won money. If you got onto it late, you lost money. I'm all hey. about getting on games early, guys. All, all about getting on games early in the week. Hey, new users, download the BetMGM app today and use code Countdown for a special offer. That's code Countdown in the BetMGM app. We are off and running, off and running. Full slate of games today. We've got nine home underdogs on the day. Nine home dogs. We'll have some thoughts on which dogs. Might be barking. That's around the corner. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Welcome to the biggest tailgate party in the nation. You're locked into Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Touchdown! And it's presented by BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz, and sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Be sure to check out the new look and features in the BetMGM app. It's fast and easy access to the sports you love, whether it's live betting, the daily Lions boost, or the cash-out feature, new users, you can use the code COUNTDOWN for a special offer. Let's do this. The dogs are barking. <laughs> Man, dogs are barking in a big way in terms of the point spreads. Nine home underdogs on the day here on Sunday. A couple I've got circled. I love the storyline of Washington as a home dog. Plus six and a half at BetMGM. Carson Wentz facing his former team in the Eagles. Love that storyline. And also, how about Denver? They haven't been efficient just yet. Denver is a home dog on Sunday night against San Fran. Denver plus a point and a half. And get this. So the Broncos, they have hired an assistant to advise the head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, on game management. 
<laughs> might need to be able to get manage the game a little bit better over here. Uh, they're like the, the the brand new owner who paid like eighteen billion dollars for the franchise is like, hey buddy, can you, can you coach better, please? All right, can you can you figure this thing out? Um, I'll give you another home dog that, that I like today, and I, I go back to this team again. I'm zero two wager on them. But the Carolina Panthers, if they don't win today, Matt Rule is getting fired. All right, like it's it's very clear they've lost like nine straight games. I think they they need to win a football game. And the tweets are out this morning, like, hey, Matt Rule, if you don't win today, you're in big trouble. The Saints are not very good right now. Their quarterback has four fractured vertebrae. The Panthers need to win a football game. They're getting two and a half at home. It was three earlier this week. Um, but to me, crack, if they don't win, like this is a back against the wall. They're 0-2. The numbers and the trends, I know we're not always big on that, but the trends point to 0-2 teams. Game three, covering the spread, playing well. Because like, I've been in the spot before as a player. 0-2, man. And you, like you feel this weight. Like We better win this week. We have no playoff chance because 0-3 teams, I think like one has ever made the playoffs. The Chargers like 12 years ago or something like that. So there's a weight as a player that like, we better win this week or our season is over already. And I think the Panthers cracked today, get a win. I'm 0-2 on them this year, but I'm going back to the well. Panthers plus 2.5. Yeah, they, that's actually an interesting situation there. You're right. It did open up three earlier in the week, down to 2.5. A lot of the sharp guys are that, that did bet this game. Listen. If a game moves off the keyest number in the NFL, it means a lot of money came in on that game. So uh, Carolina is definitely the, the, the side of the Sharps, and, and uh, uh, it looks like it's down to two and a half. Yeah, everywhere. So I don't like two and a half. If anything, I'd like to buy it to the three as long as they don't charge too much money. And before I get into that, uh, something on my, my own little dog here, I'll just tell you guys, before the break, we, the first segment here, we talked about closing line value. And if I didn't explain it properly, normally I want closing line value. It means that the bookmakers respect my side so much that they moved. And usually 90% of the stuff I bet on, I will get the best of the line. I was just saying that I didn't want that. I hate them really knowing what I'm doing week in, week out. All right, so now let's go to my dogs here. I'm going to be with Brian here. I'm going to probably – I didn't bet the game, but – I'll tell you, it is awfully tempting. And especially I was just on the BetMGM app where you could slide the little toggle and buy points here. You're Washington, uh, Washington versus Philly. Six and a half. It opened up at six. No, it opened up. I'm sorry. It opened up at the opening line last Sunday night was four. So mm-hmm. probably an overreaction because of the Monday night Philly game. I'm guessing that's why this went up to that to six and a half everywhere, even six and a half minus fifteen. So anyway, I'm looking to buy it to that seven uh, on that game if if I'm betting that game, especially it's a lower total. Not that I'm saying forty-seven and a half is lower, but last five years it sure is because the lines are in their fifties now. So I'm looking that way. But let me tell you one I did bet. I did bet the Dolphins. Uh, I did bet the Dolphins as a as a home dog. Yeah, I, I did, and. Um, I think now. Listen again. I'll I'll put literally one fifth of what I'll put on a total, or, or one third to one fifth of what I put on a total um, on a side. But here's one that I think a little home dog uh, could be barking here. I think this is a real big game uh, uh, for Miami division game. I know you said Buffalo's crushed them over the years, and you know what I think about trends that go back years with different squads not real big on it i'll use the trends in the same calendar year um or or maybe you know maybe maybe even the last couple months but that's about it yeah kind of interesting with matt rule with what you're talking about jeff 10 and 25 overall get this stat 
one in 25 under Matt Rule when allowing 17 plus points. 17 bad. plus, not that whole, not that many points. One in 25, man. Yeah. That's it's, just awful. It's not good. It's and again, like I don't feel great about it, but I feel like it's the right number. I got it at three earlier this week. Um, and again, like the back against the wall thing and needing, needing to win a game. And the, the, I don't go back to Eagles and uh, Commanders game. I don't. Do you guys view this game as a revenge for Carson Wentz? I don't. I just like Washington here because uh, I think the Eagles line is inflated, and I'm kind of fading a really hot team right now. And Washington again, I think it's not a bad team, not a great team, but they score a ton of points so far. Carson Wentz thrown for a ton of yards. The Eagles have allowed points in bunches at times this season, especially in Week One. Like I don't. I don't think it's a revenge spot. I don't really believe in that, especially from a quarterback that I would rather not be that emotional during a game. Um, right. I just view it as a good spot for a division game where the underdog is covered, I think, four straight times in this matchup. Yeah, you know, Wentz uh, having a, a decent season. I think he's got like 650 yards or something, like maybe seven touchdowns. You know, he has some interceptions, though. But uh, listen, like we said, this could be a little bit of an overreaction, though. Uh, Wentz is going to be, yeah, and familiar. Uh, this is a familiar team to him, but um, could be, like I said, a different squad to a different makeup. Uh, it, it could be a good – listen, I, I kind of even leaned a little bit to the under here. So if I lean to the under, there was some sharp money earlier this week on the under. When you lean to the under and you look at buying the seven points, it's kind of correlated there too. So uh, this should be fun. Another division game here and another week, which unbelievable, like Brian said, nine home underdogs on a Sunday. It's amazing. Amazing. It is. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff presented by BetMGM. Bill Krakenberger, that was the voice you just heard. Sports handicapper from crackwins.com. Jeff Schwartz. Go Ducks, right? Eight-year NFL veteran. By the way, Saints at the Panthers. This is Schwartz v. No. You realize that, Jeff, with our peanut bet that we have on the Oh, you're right. This season. is, yeah. yeah. This is, a big, this is yeah. a big game for our wager, big right? Game. Ooh, big game. Yeah, it's a big game. That's and the Panthers out. don't win this one. I might as well just give you the money now. I'll ask your Venmo after the <laughs> game. I'll buy you. I'll buy you. I'll send, send you the money right now. No, I'm a man of my word, Crack. I'll give yeah. you this $500. Oh, it's okay. fine. Or, or we'll just double or nothing until I just don't owe him any money. That's a good There you go. Do, you do that. I'll let you buy out for four ninety eight. Because Oh, I'm my nice God. Guy. That's not a buyout. Thank you. I appreciate, I appreciate it. <laughs> Let's invite our guy Isaac Lowenkron yeah. in here. Mr. I. Lowe for the latest. What's going on? Good morning, fellas. NFL media reported this morning that Buffalo Bills safety Jordan Poyer will be out today for their game at Miami because of a foot injury, while ESPN reported this morning that during the offseason, the San Francisco 49ers had the parameters of a trade agreement in place that would have sent Jimmy Garoppolo to the Washington Commanders during this year's scouting combine, but the deal fell apart once Garoppolo decided to have shoulder surgery. In college football Saturday night, Kansas State won its sixth-ranked Oklahoma 41-34. Wildcat quarterback Adrian Martinez ran for 148 with four touchdowns. Number 7 USC came back to win at Oregon State 17-14. Caleb Williams, the game-winning 21-yard touchdown pass to Jordan Addison with 113 to play. Baseball Saturday night, the Padres won at Colorado 9-3. San Diego moved into the second National League wildcard spot. Hugh Darvish won his 16th. The Houston Astros scored four in the top of the ninth inning to win at Baltimore 11-10 for their 100th victory of the season. Seattle won at Kansas City 6-5 as Cal Raleigh hit the game-tying two-run home run in the sixth inning and had the game-winning RBI double in the top of the ninth, so the Mariners now lead Baltimore by four games for the final American League wildcard spot. Fellas, all yours. 
Thank you, ILO. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Place a one-game parlay with at least four legs on any pro football game at BetMGM. If all the legs hit except for one, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. Let's hit it. Follow the money. Real good money. All right, I want to welcome in Jason Scott here to Countdown to Kickoff, BetMGM VP of Trading. Good morning, Jason. Uh, anything in terms of line movement sticking out to you so far today? No, morning, gentlemen. I think the biggest the biggest trend this week is three or four of the bigger line movements have all been towards the unders. Uh, we've seen it in the in the Rams Bucks game. We've seen it in the Eagles Commanders. We've seen it in the Chargers game as well, which obviously is a little bit on um, Herbert. But you know, with some of those games, we've moved three, four points since we opened up on Monday night. So. Uh, the stats people obviously think we're going to see West points today. I've seen some uh, tweets this morning um, that the big liability for a lot of books this morning is uh, is the is the Ravens game. Do you feel the same way? A lot of money in the Ravens so far today. Yeah, Ravens were the best back team last week in the early slate, so that, that comeback there was uh, really positive for us, and we're seeing the same thing today. I think again. Uh, we saw that uh, it didn't hurt the Browns to, to give up what happened last week. They could come out and win. I think there's not a lot of faith in the Patriots in the market. Hey, Jason. Uh, Bill Krakenberger. So the Charger game, the big uh, reaction to the Herbert situation there, game moved from seven down to three. Do you think that's an overreaction? Because I'll tell you, I see now because I have a live, my live odd service here. I think you guys are at three and a half also. There was threes last night everywhere. I see three and a half popping up now. I, I mean, I would think that maybe with the three minus the three chargers at home, uh, have you seen some action on that? Would you think that uh, some more money will up until game time will be will come on the chargers? And did you take any sharp Jacksonville action? No, we were lucky. We we missed we missed most of the big action on the way down. We we took a little bit at four and a half. We probably didn't move it far enough initially, but we we did miss any any big problem at seven and a half, at seven or six and a half. Look, there's rumours this morning, you know, that, that perhaps uh, Herbert will take a take a painkiller and, and um, play, which I think is by the reason we got off that three number and got to three and a half. But look, I I tend to agree with you, Bill. I think uh, if you get if you get a flat three at, at seems to be the way the market's trending. He's Jason Scott, BetMGM VP of Trading here on Countdown to Kickoff. Jason, which team is BetMGM rooting for the most in Week 3 because it's been bet heavily the other way? The Bucks. So we, we, we've seen some big bets and some, and some public on the Packers. They're always positive. The Bucks obviously have got a lot of, a, a lot of injuries thrown in with, with the suspension. Their wide receiver group's bad. So we, we need the Bucks, and of course we're always going to need the the big spread games. Um, you know the the uh, Charger. I bet we're always against the Chiefs. Uh, those sort of games were always uh, big for us, and we are seeing barely a cent for the Colts. So the Chiefs and the Bucks are the two. We've uh, talked today about uh, Buffalo and and Miami. Do you think that, that people are, are putting too much into Buffalo right now, that they're, that they're too good, they're too unstoppable, and that there's no way they can lose any games at the moment? Look, I think people people always overreact to what they see, <laughs> what they see early in the season. We see it every year. I mean, I, I see this morning that the, the Bills have got three 
three people in their secondary that have played three games between them, you know, and they're trying to stop uh, potentially the best wide receiver duo in the league. They've obviously been up for two primetime games, the Bills. They're not going to stay at that level all year. Let's see what happens. But, yeah, I think I think there's an overreaction, but there is every year. Cool. I want the listeners at home to listen or wherever you guys are at to pick up the little key indicators here. Now, Jason said they are always rooting against Kansas City. It's an interesting thing because, listen, I want to be on the bookmaker's side. So, uh, and oh, Jason, did you also say there the Tampa Bay game? So uh, on the Tampa Bay game, that's also one of your biggest exposures of the day, and you'll be rooting, uh, you'll be rooting for Tampa Bay. Is that correct? Yeah, we will. And, and the Packers are similar to the Chiefs, Bill. They're always bad, but particularly bad tonight. Okay, cool. Jason, what do you think is the biggest overreaction in Week 3? I, I think back to how Philly looked on Monday night. Is that the team that the public is overreacting to the most, or is it somebody else? I, I think you mentioned the point. I think it's, it's, it's the Bills, and I, and I also think it's the Ravens. I think, I think if the Ravens um, don't collapse in that last quarter, they probably start one-and-a-half, two-point favorites on the road. So I think that for that comeback, you know, that's a team that's not – not got a history of collapsing, so you think you know Harbaugh had them up. So I actually think there's been a huge overreaction in that game. Uh, how do you guys change your bookmaking with the 49ers now that uh, that uh, Jimmy G's back in the lineup and Trey Lance is on the injured reserve? Yeah, I mean we we don't do a lot of work with opening lines. We, uh, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago we prefer to let the customers tell us where where the price is and you know the, the right customers and the guys that have a history of when they bet the lines move. So. So it, it works out more efficient for us than for me to employ somebody to do that work because, frankly, if he was any good at it, he'd be betting himself rather than working for me and having to turn up <laughs> from whatever hours I ask him to work for. Um, and you can make a lot more money doing it that way than, than working for, as a trader. Um, so we don't change it much. I mean, the market seems like it's moved about one and a half to two points, but I think Bill's probably a man who can answer that better than I. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I, I think the Sharp guys, uh, actually, now that I'm really into... Uh, a couple different groups that move NFL totals and move NFL sides around. I'll tell you, I really respect them and I respect their move, especially if it if the line that they play does you know gets moves a point or two by kickoff. The kickoff closing line when the when the pigskin's in the air, that's the biggest thing to me. I want to know where that line closed, what the bookmaker was. Bookmaker will tell you which way they're looking for you to bet them. So uh, I find that interesting. And my last thing to you is I want to know about tomorrow night's game. Now, normally I know it's an old division game. Years ago it would have been a big talked about game, uh, Dallas and the Giants. Like, do you guys say, oh, no, it's a kind of a boring game. We won't get any volume. Or am I thinking maybe that, you know, it's New York it's uh, Monday night, it's uh, football, it's gambling, it's embedded in all of us. Will you get the same kind of volume that you get every other weekend when, say, some of the more the better teams are playing? No, look, there is a variance depending on the game, but Monday night football will be our biggest handle of the week. By oh, There you go. It will just beat Sunday night and Sunday night and Monday night are probably 2x Thursday and 3x any other game on the week. So, so realistically, those last two weeks, two games of the weekend, uh, more times than not determine our, our fate for the week. He's Jason Scott, BetMGM VP of Trading. Yeah, I'm just curious, Jason, we see some of these backup quarterbacks, like we look at the Monday night game where Cooper Rush is going to be in there. We might see it today if Justin Herbert can't go. We'd see Chase Daniel. Is there a number 
in general that the line moves? Are we talking about like a four-point deal, maybe five points? What is it at its minimum? I know it's case by case, but generally what is the minimum line, line movement if a starting yeah. quarterback is out? It's minimum, it's, you know, depending on who, who's out and who's in, but it's, it's a minimum of a field goal, three and a half to four. I think the look-ahead look line last week on the Dallas Bengals game moved eight points. Now, there'll be a little bit to do with uh, the Cowboys. Cowboys collapsed in week one, um, but and, and their performances when Dak was out two years ago. So, so it's a case-by-case, but your minimum three and a half points. Well, hey, Jason, great stuff this morning, man. Always appreciate you jumping Thank on. You. Hope you enjoy week three. Thanks, son. Thank you. There he is, Jason Scott, BetMGM VP of Trading. Some interesting stuff right there. The book is always against I, the Chiefs. This is a great line. I, I love it. I, I thought he said, though, that, the, that they're taking a lot of Colts money today. Did I hear that wrong? Or did I hear, they're taking a lot of Chiefs money today? No, I said? think he's just saying they're rooting for the Colts. Oh, okay, yeah, because yeah. yeah, of course, because the Chiefs right now with the way they're playing and the Colts are playing, I get that one. But I, I kind of so I'm on Tampa this week. It's one of the five I played um, in the contest, and I kind of like that they need yeah. Tampa to win. I do like, too. Tom, like Tom, yeah. you, you're rooting. You need Tom Brady to cover a spread. Good for you, it. man. Like, it's, <laughs> I, I love being on Tampa. I got minus one. So yeah, um, that, that's a good line now. you got. That's a yeah, good like, line. I'm, that's a good I'm, line. I love Tampa in this spot. I know they're out a bunch of Tampa. players. I get that, but. Yeah. Have we seen Green Bay in Tampa Bay lately? Like they, this is not a matchup that favors Green Bay's offense at all. It never, never right. has really. And with their passing attack eh, and the way they run the ball, like that's Tampa strength on their defense. Like I trust Tom Brady more in this spot than I do the Packers' offense and defense. So um, you know, I, I hope that uh, Tom Brady may break some more surfaces. He's, he broke two last week. Hopefully, it's one of those games where he's calm and relaxed and they score a bunch of points. Uh, that's an interesting game, I'll tell you. Out of anything that Jason said that surprised me, it was probably that game. Yes, that's the I was game. That, me too. Yeah, yeah. We have Tampa at home, and the, but the line did the line to be the line opened up Tampa three. It went down to minus one, which means that yeah, there is some Green Bay money coming in. Uh, it's one and a half now, one one and a half, and uh, that game probably surprised. I didn't expect him to say that though. I just figured Tampa people love. Brady, people just think Tampa, and uh, of course, I know they're playing a, a, a big marquee team also. This should be an interesting game. I'm rooting for you guys. Yeah. Hey, that's the voice of Bill Krakenberger, sports handicapper from crackwins.com. Of course, Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran. I'm Brian No. Coming up next, a collective group effort. You got to have good teamwork in football. You got to have good teamwork in sports radio as well. So we'll see if we have a winning formula for you next. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Kickoffs are coming soon, and we're leading you up to them. This is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz. Are you kidding me? And sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. Man, I'll tell you, that lion sound effect gets me fired up for ball and for betting. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Let's do it. Check this out. Parlay platter. By the way, place a first TD score or prop on any pro football game at BetMGM. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Okay, the parlay platter. So we each have a selection. 
and we kind of uh, stitch it together to make Are one parlay here. So let's start with you, Crack. What do you have your eye on most here for the parlay platter today? You know what? I'm, I'm going to stick with Miami to, to put in, my, in the first leg of the parlay platter here. So I hope I didn't steal anyone's play there. And I hope you guys weren't taking Buffalo. Sorry. <laughs> no, I was oh, not good. taking Buffalo. Um, that was not happening because, I mean, I think to your point, they are in this situation, divisional opponent again. It's hot, it's hot in South Florida today. Like, it's hard to play this game. It's really hard to go from – from from hot from a cold to hot man like you just not your body's as much as you hydrate and you drink and you get ready for it there's no way to do it so i knew England went there five days early in week one um i think it's a good a good spot here um for for my next one um i'm gonna go with uh, i'm gonna go with the panthers again uh, they're, they're now plus two by the way so this, this number's moving um as we speak it was two and a half to start the show it's at two now it's a must win for them back against the wall Again, report out about the coaching uh, status of Matt Rule. They they have better efficiency numbers across the board, offense, defense, special teams, than does New Orleans. Jameis Winston again, broken back. Like I just don't know how long he can he continue to play. I'll take Carolina here plus two. They get off the Schneid, they win this game. Yeah, it's, apparently Jameis is having a hard time getting in and out of his car. He Not has great a broken for an back. Football game. Yes, right. Like kind of an issue for a football game coming up you know guys i would i would tie buffalo and miami to our parlay sometimes you can't do that crack you've got the dolphins plus the points i would look to either the game over 53 and a half or i would look to the first half over 26 and a half do you see it under like do you see less than 27 points scored in the first half i don't so i would go with either that but since we might not be able to tie that together i'm gonna go with tampa minus one I'm okay. gonna go Tampa minus one. Okay, I think both are winning yeah. plays. Yeah, yeah. But the sports books don't like sometimes if you if you parlay first half and over. But I'll be honest with you, BetMGM takes it. So uh, we'll be we'll have <laughs> situations throughout the year here where I'll be able to give you that correlated first half parlay. Yeah. I just have a quick question for Jeff. Yeah. Being a player in the NFL, I didn't think to ask you this till you said it. So does that affect you playing and practicing in the New York area? Then going down there, I know you go early. Is that are we are we overblown next? That's one of my situations too. It's hot, man. Like I, I don't know, I don't know if there's like a, an actual point spread correlation to that, but I certainly think that um, conditioning wise, again, like when you're not used to that heat, you just cramp up and you get tired. Um, and most guys play through it, and you deal with it, and you're. Your approach, your job to deal with the elements, but it's not—it's not fun. It is—it is nicer though. Like later in the season, when you make that trip, and it's just like 80 degrees. I've done that before sure. when I've gone from New York and played um, in in Florida, and like it feels great. We played Tampa Bay one time at like 4 p.m. in November. It was great. It was oh, 85 degrees, perfect. overcast. Like your joints feel good, but playing in this heat, how hot it's going to be, um, will be something. Now, I think what happens too mentally though. When things start going poorly, that's when the heat really takes effect in in, in, in my mind. Like when you kind of just, um, it's just a mental barrier to get over, especially when things kind of snowball, which I don't think will happen here, but it's certainly part of it. Um, I never felt going cold was that big of a deal. Because once you warm up in a cold game, you're fine. It's, it's just the, all the auxiliary stuff, you're just cold. But once you get going, you're fine. Something so listen to, to keep listen in mind. To that, viewers, listen to that. What he said yeah. about. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Brian. I don't mind listen to what he said about going cold. Not going the going the cold didn't affect him as much as the other way. Yeah. Sorry, Brian. No, no, you're good, man. It's something to keep in mind, though, is the Bills have been outstanding in the third quarter. They've been crushing teams in the third quarter. 
But what you're talking about with the Heat today, Jeff, it's something to keep your eye on. Does that happen today, especially with all their defensive injuries? Five starters out defensively. I'm keeping well, an eye on the third quarter in particular so to see how it plays. That's where the heat, so the heat most importantly will affect those backups more than anything else who haven't played very much. Now they're going to play in a super hot environment in Miami. Yeah, something to keep your eye on. All right, coming up next, we get to the marquee matchup of the day and a garbage decision by the NFL. That's coming up. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, yes, just about two hours until kickoff. It's Fox Sports Radio's countdown to kickoff, presented by BetMGM. And, fellas, the marquee matchup, Packers-Tampa. At least the the marquee with Brady, Rodgers, that's the biggest selling point heading into this week. I don't know what you guys think. I think the suspension of Mike Evans is hot trash to be suspended for a game. I didn't know that he was going to be kicked out for sure last week when he got into a fight against Marshawn Lattimore and the Saints. He got the gate that helped the uh, the receiving prop. I had under 64 and a half, and he got kicked out at the end of the third quarter. That helped. That helped the cause right there. But uh, I, I'm stunned that he's he's uh, suspended for this game against the Packers. You guys, did you expect this? Um, I think maybe his previous altercations with Marshawn Lattimore were the reason why. I, I am um, a very big proponent of kind of let them play, basically, right? Like, it's, a, it's an emotional game. It's a violent game. I don't know if you guys have ever, like, been on the sideline for a football game before. It's hard to even understand how violent it is to actually not, – not even not the stance, like, not the first one, like, on the football field, okay? And – Motions happen, right? Guys are going to push and shove after the play. Sure, you want to give him 15 yards for that? I'm fine with that, right? That's a violation of of, a, of, of the of the rules. But a suspension, really, like that feels a little bit much in the situation. I'm more of anti-suspension, anti-ejecting players. I'm 100% anti-targeting. I mean, that, that rule in college football is ruining the game. Um, I'm like anti-throwing players out of games. So like to me, I wouldn't have suspended him this week. Um, I get what the NFL is trying to do. It's It's kind of their thing they want to be tough on player discipline uh, crack but to me I wouldn't have done it um, but I'm still taking Tampa anyways I don't know it didn't bother me sure sure I, you know I put this in the relation to the Watson suspension the original judges what what the judge what uh, I think she sent down Sue Robinson uh, yes what, what was what was it four, four six. games six games oh, yes. six. six okay so six games um, I, I think about that, and you think, and then you want to relate that to this, and you say, for what the charge was there compared to this, uh, it it really is, guys. I I don't understand this one game suspension here. You want to give a fine or something? I mean, uh, but you know, hurt him in the pocket a little bit. This this is uh, maybe a little bit too much. Kind of interesting detail with Mike Evans. He argued in his appeal that after 32 games, you're not you're you're supposed to be off your record. So his fight with Marshawn way back when. This happened with Ndamukong Sue. Remember that, where we thought he was going to be suspended years ago for a game, but his previous you know, transgression, it was like off his record. It's kind of like a traffic ticket. Like if you were speeding and enough time goes by, it's off your record. That's the way it works in the NFL also. So that was a pretty good argument by Mike Evans. It just didn't work out. Did not know that. Did you guys know that Tampa Bay – excuse me um, – that Aaron Rodgers and T- Tom Brady have only met three times in the regular season ever. Three times ever. 
Uh, because you know, in, in the way the system works, obviously, is you you play every four years when you you cross over. But I think Brady was hurt one of those years. It, it doesn't matter. Uh, Tom Brady's won all. Uh, Tom Brady has, has two and one in those games. Okay, but he's won the Super Bowl every season he's played Aaron Rodgers in the regular season. Interesting. Then, and that uh, you would think all those collective years between those two players, they have seen each other on the field more than that. So you're, that that's actually only oh, three times. Uh, yeah, in, in, I think it's just yeah. you know injuries and you know the, the crossovers every four years when he was in New England, and I think his injury, Rogers, it just never ended up happening where they played each other um, all that often. And obviously now that they're in the same conference and the one v one, they're going to play every year now. Um, but kind of interesting nugget here that uh, that they win the, the Super Bowl every year they play each other. <laughs> Cool. It's also interesting that Cole Beasley is elevated to the active roster. Cole Beasley, who was just picked up and signed to the practice squad, he's going to be one of the targets for Tom Brady yeah. today. This feels kind of right in line with what Tom Brady's had um, in the slot over the years, right? With uh, with Welker, with Amendola, uh, just kind of having someone that can get the ball out quickly too. And that's what Beasley, Beasley, I think, in this offense in that slot position is going to be very big for them. They're going to need that guy where Brady feels comfortable of getting the ball out immediately, quickly, avoiding the pass rush of the Packers. Again, the offensive line for Tampa Bay, not in the best shape at the moment. I'm curious to see if their left tackle plays. We'll find out inactives, obviously, an hour and a half before the game. Um, so to me, this is a, a must-need for them. They need Beasley to play well uh, to give Tom Brady the opportunity to get the ball out to him when things are breaking down in the pocket. Yeah, it's a lot like Scotty Miller. It's And I'm thinking back to the Patriots, it's almost like Edelman and Amendola, if they're planning to use Scotty Miller and Cole Beasley, if ever at the same time, or there's just one well, in place. A choice the today, other. probably right. They have to do it today. <laughs> they're the walking wounded right now with the yeah. injuries and the suspension to Mike Evans. Hey guys, you know I'm, I'm going to go off subject for a minute. My mind's always spontaneous. I just have to ask you guys something. Yeah. Do when when someone says, "Hey, what do you do for a living?" and you talk mm-hmm. about sports talk radio and 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 Jeff yeah. may even throw the gambling aspect in it. So I always tell them. You know, I, I'm a, I, I bet sports, and I, I do a lot of radio shows during the week. Like, uh, literally, an Uber driver picked me up, and did you ever get this happening to you guys? They want to tell you games. Even after I told them oh, what yeah. I do for a living, <laughs> oh, they no. don't want to tell you games. It's like being games. a comedian. I got a no, joke t- for you to tell, yeah. That's sure. a, a t- touch a Bible. They're, 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 you know, they're, I literally have had Uber drivers recently just say, Oh, I have a model, and I have a trend model, and I'm I'm, I'm sitting in the back of the car saying I should record this. It's like Looney in uh, Let It Ride or something, you know. But you know, when, when I hear that, but I just didn't know if you guys like now I could tell them uh, I'm Fox Sports radio host. It's much easier. That that's all. Instead of telling them I'm a professional sports better, <laughs> it's amazing how many people want to give me their picks. It happened all the time on Twitter. People say, Hey, crack, check this game out. I like this game. They want to give me, and I'm not saying nothing bad about that. It's nice to hear everyone's opinion i could even try to give him my opinion based on their opinion um also speaking of twitter um, brian thank you very much for the follow after a few months uh it's very nice to, to have no <laughs> I, I, I appreciate no, i wasn't following no you. I, I, like, I, I, I you got you got I, I i when i when i put the money in the envelope i was hoping it got there so good <laughs> job right. thank you no, yes, appreciate that. Yeah. um uh, no i mean I, I, crack i mean how do I feel when I talk about offensive line play and people on social media oh, tell me I'm man. wrong? I mean, oh, like, there you go. I'm like, right. yeah, sure, yeah, yes, yes. John, one, two, three, four, five, six. You know what's happening, and I don't. But I tell people I do crack if you're if you're curious. So I, I do what my wife says I do. My wife tells everyone I yell into my computer, 
as my job. So I tell people I yell into my computer as my job, even though clearly I do two podcasts a week where I talk on my computer. Nonetheless, I yell into my, I scream into my computer, she says, as my job. And that people just shut up when I tell them that. I just wonder what you guys get, you know. Yeah. Hey, it's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff presented by BetMGM. I'm glad that you brought up O-line play, Jeff Schwartz, because I wanted to talk about the Detroit Lions with you and Crack. Ooh, buddy. And I was fun. just reading up. I was reading up on their gap scheme. I'm reading through this whole article, and there's a quote from you, Jeff Schwartz, and I felt like a fanboy. I'm like, I know him. It's like a Crack watching Pitbull or something there. I was like, <laughs> I know Jeff Schwartz. And I'm like, why would I have that reaction? But you had a quote in there talking yes. about the Lions and Good what stuff. they do, how successful they are. They are averaging 7.2 yards yeah. per rush. So what are you seeing from that unit, Jeff? Uh, well, how, how nerdy do you want me to get here? Because let's um, get crazy. And, now. And, <laughs> yeah, and 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 mind you, right too, like they're doing this with guys out at the moment. Uh, yeah. They have an interior offensive line issues. Uh, really good tackles in Panay Sewell and and Decker. I feel like eventually, guys, I'm gonna be right about this Panay Sewell Jamar Chase debate. Eventually, I can't call much. Eventually, not now. I was wrong yeah. last year, but guys, Panay Sewell is gonna be one of the better tackles in the NFL. Uh, he's only 21 years old still. 21 years old. He'll get a new deal at 23 years old. It's incredible. Good for him. So what what makes the Lions uh, impressive? is they do a bunch of different things, right? So a lot of teams major in, you know, we're an outside zone team, right? All the Shanahan-McVay stuff, we're an outside zone team. Or, you know, we're a power team. We're the Ravens. We're the Patriots. Right? We're power football. That's what we do. Um, you know, the Chiefs are like shotgun-esque, right? Shotgun, little power. They're moving guys around. They're zone power. Okay, but what the Lions do... They do many things, and a lot of it revolves, to your point, about the gap scheme, which can be very multiple, guys. Gap scheme is power, duo, counter, wham, stutter, all these different things that you can do. And what makes it impressive is you don't have time to practice all these looks all week, right? You just don't. There's not enough time to practice them. And you have to know your rules very well. And when you learn your rules, whatever you see in front of you can be handled if you go back to thinking about, okay, what's our assignment on this play? What do we have to do? Who's our guy? Who's not our guy? And so it's very impressive they're able to do all these things each and every play, but also too, Brian and Crack, they just kick the butt of their opponents. Like sometimes it just comes down to they just maul their opponents, and they're mauling teams right now in, in Minnesota's rushing defense after what happened on Monday night. I feel like the Lions are feeling pretty good heading into Minnesota. They have an opportunity today to continue rushing the football. And to be honest, I, they, I know Goff has played better but they have to, right? Because if they if they run into a game where it's a golf centric game plan, they're not going to win many of those games, right? Golf is better when protected with a with a running game, as we saw in Los Angeles, and so this is the formula for them to succeed at the moment. It's working very well. Yeah, don't now. This is the team. Don't forget the Lions, who just seem like they find a way to cover. Like versus the Eagles, week one, they just last year too. They just find a way to cover games and keep it close. So this game again. Opened up seven, down to five, got banged out right down to five and a half. Uh, it sits about five and a half, six right now. Old, uh, you know, some rivalry issues here. This isn't uh, a game that, you know, I wouldn't be looking to, to lay the favorite. And even though, no. uh, listen, Monday night it was, it was a bad game for me. We, yeah, that's right. Imagine someone that's uh, in public media talking about losers. Yes, Monday night uh, was, was a loser for me. I, I, always good to be transparent. And uh, I, I think this week, 
will be a more interesting game here uh, for both teams. Uh, Minnesota, I was high on. Of course, I have some futures on them. So I, I am hoping they win the game. But um, we're going to see what's going to happen here. I, I look forward to seeing this game today. So I, I looked this up this week just because I know I knew what I was going to find just for fun. Um, so I, I know this obviously is, is, a, is a gambling show, right? But So we're not looking at wins and losses per se. And I could probably find the trends on if this I wanted to. But Kirk Cousins on Monday Night Football is 2-10 in his career. He's 2-10 yeah. in his career. On Sundays, he's over 500. He's so much better on Sundays. Even if you look at like the window, the early window on Sunday, okay? Early window on Sunday, he's 45 and 31. 45 and 31. Afternoon slot and later in the day, he's under 500. So like this 1 p.m. kickoff, he's really good. It's the rest of the time he stinks. Like I feel better about the Vikings because they're playing with seven other games at 1 p.m. Eastern. If that stat were flip-flopped, his reputation would be so much different. Oh, correct, yes. Right? Yes. Think about if he balled out against the Eagles on Monday night last week and he stinks at Stunts 1 p.m. Eastern yeah. today against the, the <laughs> Lions. I'm going to have the, the, the eight box up here on my TV at 1 o'clock and Cousins is going to throw for 350 yards. <laughs> I have no idea because I'm watching four other games at the same time. By the way, as far as the O-line stuff, to put a bow on that, yeah. I loved in the Lions locker room. So they beat Washington last yes. week. And Dan Skipper. So Dan Skipper was an undrafted free agent back in 2017. He's an offensive lineman. He made his first start last week. And Dan Campbell gave him some props. This is what it sounded like in the Lions locker room. Hey, Skip! Nice freaking job! Yeah. I just think that's awesome, man. And you might be cynical or roll your eyes at the rah-rah stuff, some people listening, but that type of stuff matters, and Dan Campbell does a tremendous job of it. It matters in the locker room, especially when you have a coach who is a former player. He gets that type of thing, right? Um, and it's very rare for a player to be in the NFL six years without having his first start. Like that's like that's a super rare thing. So obviously Skipper is a well-liked locker room guy because you don't make it that long in the NFL without playing unless you're good in the locker room. It's, you know, there's just kind of luck involved in that, right? My first start was because someone got hurt. It just it just happens. Like that's what that's what happens in the NFL. Um, and so you know, good. And he played well at left guard too. So part of that is you win, you you, you cheer it up and. Dan Campbell, man, I, I doubted him, his kneecap press conference and some of the things he said. Yeah. But he he has a very good coaching staff. We saw in Hard Knocks, they're they're very player-centric, former players, which I like. I've been coached by former players before. They understand the game and they relate to players because you're going to get beaten, okay? You're going to get beaten. It's the NFL. They get paid as well. Um, but having a coach that understands that there are, you're going to get physically beaten sometimes, it makes players – play faster right like, without concern because they get it they get you're going to lose some reps mental errors not allowed right no mental errors just like we can't have mental errors on this show can't have um but that makes i think for a better experience in a locker room and in the facility and if they can find a quarterback in the draft this season oh, it's gonna be really good next year i, I hear you. fun team to watch too that i really enjoyed hard they knocks play hard year. man they, they like they, they it's i think it's that again it's just all those former players right like they just there's a bond you have with your coach and with the organization and they're gritty and they play hard and part of that is again they spent their time the last three years building up the offensive defensive lines and when you have an opportunity and i know their defense is not great at the moment when you have an opportunity to do that your teams typically are in every game because you can always rely 
on those units. That's what the Eagles are doing, right? Like when you have an offensive defensive line, yeah. you always yeah. have an opportunity each week to be in every single game. Yeah, I hear you. And like the last last thing is the the uh, Panay Sewell Jamar Chase thing that you're bringing up. Like you're not going to get the same type of like recognition and all of that. Like a wide receiver going off the way Jamar Chase did is going to get all of the attention. But Panay Sewell quietly is a big deal for that team. And that's one of their building blocks. There's no doubt about that. Hey, earn a $50 bonus by signing into BetMGM and clicking on Refer a Friend to Invite a Friend. And in just a few simple steps, both you and your friend will receive a $50 bonus. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, the king of parlays. All right, coming up next, we got some storylines to watch today. I've got to get off my lawn stance. I had one last week. I'll have a new one for you this week. We'll see if uh, you guys vote thumbs up or thumbs down on that one. But that's around the corner. And, uh, oh, man, one thing that you got to keep in mind is what is happening out west with a certain team dealing with a certain injury. We'll have those details also for you. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Welcome to the biggest tailgate party in the nation. You're locked into Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Touchdown! And it's presented by BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz, and sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. We're approaching an hour and a half until kickoff. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Be sure to check out the new look and features in the BetMGM app. It's fast and easy access to the sports you love, whether it's live betting, the daily Lions boost, or the cash-out feature. New users can use the code COUNTDOWN for a special offer. Okay, guys, some storylines to watch. I'm fascinated by this Monday night game. I'm fascinated by teams who put hurdles in front of themselves. You know, you got to get out of your own way, first and foremost, in the NFL, because it's hard to win to begin with. But I give you Exhibit A, Jerry Jones of the Dallas Cowboys. Listen to what he had to say about Cooper Rush and Dak Prescott. Here you go. Wouldn't it be something if you had a dilemma as to uh, which way you go? You do that if he gets 10 wins. Same thing that happened with Prescott. I think like that. So you'd want that? You'd want that controversy? Of course I would. Okay. Of course that means we'd won. If he comes in here and played as well as Prescott played, Rush played that well over these next games ahead, I'd walk New York to get there. Look, guys, I understand why he's saying it, but why would you fan the flames of a quarterback controversy that hasn't even taken form yet? I get why he would want Cooper Rush to play well. That's self-explanatory, but... To say it publicly is just, it's Jerry Jones 101, man. It's just not, if you keep letting him talk, right, he will continue <laughs> to say things that you would rather he, he doesn't say. And I guess his point, is, his point is easy, right? Like, hey, guys, that means we've won football games. Yeah. It's good. But, but then you add in that layer of like, oh, I guess it'd be okay if it was a quarterback competition. You're like, no, no, Jerry, no. You want Dak to be your guy. And, and like, Jerry Crack, he he lives for this controversy because what happens is now more people want to talk to him. There's more attention on his, his team and more attention on him. Of course, the answer is yes. The answer is, is I hope it's not a competition, but I hope we also win, right? I want Cooper Rush to play well to win, but Dak's our guy. It's an easy answer. 
He's the George Steinbrenner of the NFL. Yeah, George <laughs> I mean, won. George at least won World Series. You're, you're uh, very good, very good. You're <laughs> right. I mean, he needs uh, George Costanza to go in there and tell him how uh, things work. But no, he just he wants to remain relevant. So many things. This is really dumb. I got to tell you something. I know a lot of people in the Dallas Fort Worth area. They hate him. They oh, hate man. you. Would think they love their cowboy. They hate Jerry Jones. So I find that kind of interesting. This guy always uh, throwing out these kind of things every every year. He'll come up with something new, and he's not done. By the way, yeah. Another thing to keep in mind: we're looking at the uh, the Chargers hosting Jacksonville today. There's a lot of question marks about Justin Herbert's status with the fractured rib cartilage. This was a tweet from Chris Mortensen of ESPN. He wrote, if Justin Herbert chooses to take a pain injection today, it will be done with the assistance of an ultrasound imaging monitor to guide the administrating doctor to appropriate sites. Kind of a good idea because this went way south when uh, Tyrod Taylor, or Tyrod Taylor if you prefer, whichever way, he had the pain uh, injection that yeah. punctured a lung, and that guy is still employed by the team. That is unbelievable. I am fascinated by this this line this week, Crack, because I feel like, and I took Jacksonville plus seven early in the week. Wow. Um, because I never felt Herbert would play, and if he did, he's going to do it under severe pain, right? Yeah. And it's one of those injuries where – you know, there's a timetable, obviously, but he's day he's day to day. But the day to day is like I woke up in the morning, it hurts, or I woke up in the morning, it feels better, or I got hit in the ribs on the first play of the game, and I have to leave, or I don't get hit all game, and I play the whole game, right? Or I throw. It's not like a thing where you say, okay, it's a four week injury. It's day to day, and I didn't get people. The, the line crack did not make sense to me because I assumed he wasn't going to play. And to give seven points, and I think it opened at 10 and got down to seven, or look ahead was 10 anyways, got back down to seven. I was surprised they even put a number on this game without knowing the status of the quarterback. Like, I feel great. Jacksonville plus seven. It was up there. It was seven for four days before before it was like, oh, maybe Herbert's not going to play. I just, I don't, I never, I'm glad I got the seven. I don't get this line. I don't get why, why, why odds makers even put a line up for this. You know, uh, I, I talked to uh, to one of our bosses here, Scott, uh, Scott Shapiro, earlier in the week. And you know what I told him? He said, oh, how's everything going, Craig? We talked for like 10, 15 minutes. You're like, one oh, of the things- no guy. Gosh, where did what? you No, find no, him? no, 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 Mr. No. Okay. Um, I, I told him you didn't follow me, by the way. You just followed me. <laughs> but, but besides that, I know I, I talked about Jeff. I said, listen, when you guys hired me for this, I thought – I was going to have to maybe explain things, break things up more down in layman's terms. These guys are both schooled in sports betting. <laughs> and Jeff Schwartz, I told him, and uh, I said, this guy knows about look-ahead lines. This oh, guy yeah. knows about getting taken <laughs> advantage of line value. Shocks me. So, uh, you know, it, it – not that it shocks me, but you don't see a lot of guys in media that actually do know what they're talking about when it comes to game lines and taking advantage of good lines. Like you said, that was the look-ahead line of, of 10. It yeah. was 7 on last Sunday night when it came out. You got a fantastic line, my friend. I don't recommend doing this too often. I seen threes yesterday. Boy, I tell you, that's strong as morphine, minus 3 and plus 7. I'm just saying. 
Oh, I the, love a, that. A, 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 a four-point middle, man. I tried to middle the USC game last night for fun. I had a little extra dough. I had a, I had a Oregon State plus seven and a USC minus five and a half. I got two points, six and seven. I'll take it. Didn't Ooh, happen, but close. Um, yeah, yeah, I got close there, right? Uh, I'm not a but middle, a middle guy, here would be that, nice. That's that. Yeah, that, that, I'm not really a middle guy. I think you have a positive EV expected value bet yes. when you take the plus seven. Not so much so uh, laying the eleven ten the other way, but this situation with the, you're on the two keyest numbers in the NFL. Uh, maybe an interesting there one. Great line you got there, Jeff. And but I if I right feel by... that, but if I feel that Jacksonville is going to win this game outright, then there'd be no point in doing that, right? Or would, no, or would... absolutely okay. right, absolutely so, right. So, okay, all right. We'll yeah, I'm not even saying I'm not even saying to, to do that. By the way, <laughs> yeah. as a matter of fact, one of my guys texted me when the line was on its way down, crashing the six and a half to five to four, and and now then then went down to three. He said, "Listen, we should play Jacksonville over." Uh, one of the sports books in town here over six and a half wins plus money. It was over six and a half plus one twenty. So that's an interesting. You know, you could play. I love all these new sports books like BetMGM coming into the market where you can bet these type of things. You could still bet futures on all these different things. Regular season wins overs. You can do that. As a matter of fact, guys, I, I'm, I'm going to do it again here. I'm sorry. Uh, this is just based on a text that just came in. Based on Jeff Schwartz, that's why I got a text from one of my really sharp guys. He said, "You know, Jeff, you've been you've been betting the Carolina every week." He said, "Next week, if you want to look ahead, fantastic line uh, uh, next week Ooh. at a lot of the different sports books. Now, now this is all the different sports books. They do have, you know, the the look ahead here, and uh, they're playing Arizona. I could tell you right now the the sports books I'm looking at." Going over all of them, they, they all have three. Arizona minus three. Arizona, Carolina plus three minus 15. This one's Carolina plus three minus 10. That won't be there next week. Grab that Carolina now if you can. Ooh, I think okay. we need to do a segment of actual live betting. It could yeah. be even look-ahead betting where we're right. like, all right, I'm going to take uh, Minnesota minus five or whatever it happens to be. I sure. love it. Let's invite Isaac Lowenkron into the mix here. Ilo with the latest. You take it away, my friend. And literally the latest because the actives and inactives are coming out as we speak for the nine early games. Let's get to them. Buffalo Bills safety Jordan Poyer officially inactive at Miami due to a foot injury. Starting center Mitch Morse also inactive for the Bills wow. today at Miami Goodness. because of his elbow injury. Yeah. Las Vegas Raiders running back Josh Jacobs is active for their game at Tennessee. Baltimore Ravens running back J.K. Dobbins is active for their game at New England as he returns to action for the first time since tearing his ACL in August of 2021. Saints running back Alvin Kamara is active for their game at Carolina. ESPN reported this morning that during the offseason, the San Francisco 49ers had the parameters of a trade agreement in place that would have sent Jimmy Garoppolo to the Washington Commanders during this year's scouting combine. But the deal fell apart once Garoppolo decided to have shoulder surgery. College football on Saturday night, Kansas State won its sixth-ranked Oklahoma 41-34, and USC ranked seventh in the nation, came back to win at Oregon State 17-14. Caleb Williams, the game-winning 21-yard touchdown pass to Jordan Addison with 113 left to play in the fourth quarter. Fellas, back to you. There were so many great games yesterday. It was awesome. And hopefully the awesomeness continues this week. Week two was unbelievable in the NFL with those yes. crazy comebacks, three of them with 13-point deficits. So let's get some fireworks today as well. Hey, every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you earn BetMGM rewards points that can be redeemed for things like free bets and risk-free tokens. They can also be converted to 
MGM rewards points that can be used towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts. Let's dive into this. Prop it up. Let's go play. Player plays. Okay, we've got our eyes on some prop bets over here. One thing that's catching my eye here is DeAndre Swift, the Lions running back. Jeff, you were waxing poetic about their gap scheme. He's nursing an ankle injury. He's been limited in practice. The line is ticked up. It was 46 and a half last night. It's ticked up to 51 and a half today. But ask yourself, if DeAndre Swift can go, and what we've seen from that Lions running game, 7.2 yards per rush, 51 and a half doesn't sound like too much to ask. No, it doesn't. Um, You know, the thing about running attacks when you have people – Oh, there you go. He's got it there. I was on Um, it already. Here here he has it. Um, Wow. The the thing I worry about when it comes to to rushing attacks that have multiple running back options is sometimes they just ride the hot guy, and you you just don't know sometimes which guy breaks out on what play. That's the only thing I would say about when you have running backs that split carries. Otherwise, if you think both guys are 80 yards, then, then great. But I think that's the only concern I have when it comes to wagering on those running backs is when they split reps and they just ride the hot guy. Listen, I think you're going to get some value. It's amazing that that was one of my props. So uh, props to you, Mr. No. Uh, fantastic. I think, you know, we, we follow beat reporters. My guys follow beat reporters. It's, it's, it's one of the biggest keys to successful handicapping long term. And I think literally uh, the, the beat reporter who said he was injured last week was correct. But that same reporter said He's actually full strength and at full strength this week. I think we're getting some value based off last week's performance, uh, limited performance. So um, I actually like to go at it maybe with over 75.5 total yards. So that's that's a kind of interesting way to go, rushing and receiving yards. So there may be another way to attack this. And uh, good, good stuff, Brian. Nice. Here's one if you're feeling daring to keep in mind. So the Ravens tight end, Mark Andrews, who's fantastic. His prop bet is at 57.5 receiving yards. Now think about this. On one hand, what does Belichick do? Belichick tries to take away what you do best. So ask yourself, he's going to try to limit the running game for sure, but in the passing game, are you trying to slow down Mark Andrews or Devin Duvernay? You know what I mean? Like you're trying to slow down yeah, Mark Andrews. Of course. On the flip side of that, Mark Andrews has at least 50 receiving yards in 11 consecutive games. So when you're oh. looking at those two things, like – that's a small wiggle room if he hits yeah. 50 but doesn't exceed 57 and a half. That is that is small wiggle room there. Um, some of these props are whew, they are hard they are hard and fun to play, man. It's hard to find edges. I, I got one for you guys. Can I, can I throw one at you? Sure. Um, I got AJ Dillon under 47 and a half yards in Tampa Bay today. Um, we know Tampa Bay's run defense is very good, and teams try to avoid running the ball in the middle of of kind of the Tampa Bay defense, right? They get to the edge. And to me, if you look at the running backs in Green Bay, who's the get-to-the-edge guy? It's Aaron Jones, right? It's not A.J. Dillon. And so right. I think A.J. Dillon finds trouble today in between the tackles, and they rely more on, on Aaron Jones to be their number one option today. So I think his number, Aaron Jones, is at 53 and a half. So I'll take A.J. Dillon under 47.5 rushing yards today. Cool, cool. All right, let me, let me throw another one at you guys. I'm going to go back to that uh, that Patriot game there. Uh, Stevenson 
over 55 and a half. I've seen like 57 and a half too. I hate to give out a bad line. You always want to give out obtainable lines. Uh, these, some of these guys that are on shows want to give out something that, you know, is 15 yards difference than, than every single sports book in the world. <laughs> um, and this way they can, it's easy to pad their record. So, Stevenson over here, total yards. Like I said, you can you can you know go between 55 and a half, which I see one spot, 57 and a half, another spot. Uh, I expect him to get more work this week than Harris, who's the other running back, who's actually lined at six yards higher. So get a little value there. So Stevenson over. You, you, By the way, you said over for over for total yards. Total yards. Total. Okay. Total. Yep. Yep. I played him last week against the Steelers, and he rushing yardage. Because I knew they were just going to pound the rock. The Steelers, yeah. you can't bring it up. It's too, the wound is too big still from, from oh, Thursday Night Football. So, let's, oh, not, let's not go Thursday. there. I, it just stabbed me in the stabbed oh, me right in the heart. Uh, yeah. I lost multiple wages on the final play uh, of the game. Well, how many I, millions of dollars so changed? Oh, Tens my. of millions And I get Caesars hands. are not the greatest bet in the world, but I had no. one for Thursday Night Football. I also had Miss Trubisky under 19 and a half receptions, oh. excuse me, completions. The yeah. last play of the game was 20. I gave yes. you guys that. I gave I know, you guys you that. Had, you had 20 and a half, though. I had you 20 and a half, on, on some, but I also, trust me, though, because I gave out to my guys 19 and a half. I consider that a, 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 you know, a half win, half loss. Even though I got the 20 and a half, I laid a dollar thirty or 35 even, I think. But you know something, guys? Um, let's talk about real quick. You said something. The teaser there. It, I can't believe how many people, you know, went through this. You said you did. I'm not saying nothing bad, Jeff, but I don't tease through those numbers to go over the 10. However, the low total there, I understand why you did. The lower total, getting 10.5 points or, uh, on a 39, I think it was, 30. Yeah. I, I can understand by doing it, but, um, you know, it, it was a <laughs> terrible beat for a lot Brutal. of people. Just oh my God. And they measured it like – it was a turnover. Like they had the first down, the Browns. The game's over. You guys yeah. win your bets. We win the bets. Yeah. They replay <laughs> it. They remeasure. Oh. Oh. They have to punt, and it all a, goes to plus hell. Plus that was ten and a half and under forty-four in a teaser. Oh. All the shreds oh, in one single rough. play. By the way, one little nugget here, Jeff. You're talking about Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. Something to keep in mind. Yes. They call it pony personnel. It's a shout out back 20, to the SMU yeah. days with Eric Dickerson and Craig James. They've got Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon on the field at the same time. They've done it yep. 15 times so far this year. They did it only 28 times all of last season. The, the thing about that, though, is that it sort of is a giveaway to a pass because you're not going to have one of those guys be a lead blocker very often. So like, it, it's sort of a thing where it, it's fun to do for a little bit. But if I'm Tampa Bay and I see both on the field at the same time, I'm thinking either gadget play to the edge – where they run the ball or pass because AJ Dillon's going to fit up on Devin White and and like in in the middle of the of the Bucks defense as a fullback? No. So to me it's a little gimmicky unless you have one of those guys turn into a fullback. Yeah. Okay, we're going to have some more plays for you. That was the voice of Jeff Schwartz, 8-year NFL veteran, Bill Krakenberger. We call him Crack, sports handicapper from crackwins.com. I'm Brian No. Around the corner, a reason why I love Kirk Herbstreet now. And like I said, we'll have some more same game plays for you. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff presented by BetMGM. Kickoffs are coming soon, and we're leading you up to them. This is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff presented by BetMGM. 
The king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz. Are you kidding me? And sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. It is Fox Sports Radio's countdown to kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Be sure to follow BetMGM across all socials at BetMGM. Let's dive in. This is Same Game Parlays. All right, same game parlay, Crack. Sprinkle some goodness on us, buddy. All right, I'm actually, I was actually building it. So I like to see if odds change. So uh, I built one this morning. I'm going to stick with the same exact one. So uh, sticking with this Buffalo game, I know it moved. Listen, last night I gave it to you guys, 53. Last night I told you guys to get on it or, you know, just just uh, get involved a little bit as you can. I see it moved here. I got to I gotta build one even with this. I hate going through certain numbers. Over in that game, uh, the Buffalo game. Now, you know how I'm always correlated here when I do these things. Like the correlation here, I'm going to stick with, I'm going to go Josh Allen over on passing yards. Uh, also, Tua over, 254.5 on both of them. My $50, $50 gets back 220 So there you go, guys. like that. I love it. Um, all right, it's my turn. So, Patrick Mahomes in his career has dominated um, Gus Bradley, right? I think they played seven times when Bradley's been the D.C. or head coach, and Pat Mahomes has carved up the Gus Bradley defense. It's a single high defense, cover three, cover one. And in his career, he has completely and utterly dominated that. And again, the Colts this weekend, guess what? Gus Bradley's their defensive coordinator, and I expect Pat Mahomes to have a huge game. And, and by the way, the Colts defense has allowed a 72% completion rate and that's against Davis Mills and, and Trevor Lawrence. Um, so I'm going to build a, a parlay around the Chiefs in this game. So I have Pat Mahomes over 250 passing yards. I have the Chiefs at an alternate line at minus two and a half. I have, and then on the flip side, Michael Pittman, believe is playing today for the Colts. Guys, I don't think we realize this. Last year, Michael Pittman had 88 catches and 129 targets for the Colts. He is a big He's their their guy, right? Like he's their big target guy. In week one, when he played, he had 13 targets and nine receptions for 121 yards. So I think they'll be behind in this game. So I have alternate lines here: Pittman over 60 receiving yards, and Pittman plus six receptions, basically six or plus receptions um, at plus 325. So that's my four leg same game parlay. Okay, I'm going to look to the. It's a random selection, but I'm going to go with the Raiders against the Titans over here. I like the, the Raiders in the first half. You just go money line. It's minus 125. Not a big deal right there. I think they get off to a good start. They just absolutely gave a game away last week, and the Titans look like trash right now. So I'm going to go Raiders <laughs> money line in the first half. I think Devontae Adams, who had only two catches last week, has a big day. No Hunter Renfro. I think Devontae Adams gets the ball early and often. I'm going to go over 85 and a half receiving yards. And I think... With Ryan Tannehill, as bad as he was and as bad as the team was, and Malik Willis getting some reps last week, getting some game time, I think this is pull out all stops. I'm going to take the rushing yardage prop bet for Ryan Tannehill over 11 and a half. He's an athletic (laughs) guy. It might be two runs and he's hitting the over, so I like that one as well. Wow, look at you going Ryan Tannehill over. I I saw Aaron Rodgers at like five and a half. I contemplated taking the, the under in that one, so... Uh, this quarterback rushing props, like Tom Brady's is always like half a yard. I know it. <laughs> it's got to be one game where he rushes for like five yards or something like that. But, 
But the problem with those, though, that the, the the tough, and you have the over, though, is the kneel downs at the end. Yeah, that's what that's what gets you these quarterback minus, props. So, uh, yep. so you need it's you need like worst. 17 yards basically if you think that they might kneel this game out at the end. I don't it know that the, the Super Titans Bowl. are going to be kneeling though. It did. Yeah. Mahomes. You guys know Mahomes that. against the Mahomes, Niners. Good. Oh, those kneels. Well, he, yeah. he, also, go he also kneeled and backed up though, right? Like he kneeled. Yes. He Very good just, point. He didn't take Very a knee. Point. He kneeled. Yeah. <laughs> I think he lost 15 yards in the final he three did. plays. It's amazing. <laughs> You're right, Jeff. Oh wow! Like and he that was killed a, a lot of people. People were so uh, going crazy about oh, that. Oh, it was so. amazing. It was like uh, exaggerating, but it's like he was in punt formation and was still going backwards to kneel down. It was unbelievable how bad of a beat. that We always was remember our bad people. beats. No one ever remembers the good stuff and how lucky you got. You know, <laughs> know that's how it goes, man. You know how it goes. All right, coming up next, we get back to the top. Matchups, the marquee matchups. Where is the value? All of that good stuff and more on the way. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, yes. Welcome in. Just one hour away from kickoff. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. I'll tell you, one of the things that's been fascinating to me throughout the week fellas I'm looking at two different games and for most of the week the total was exactly the same it's this Packers Tampa game is at 42 and also Atlanta Seattle has been at 42 it's actually ticked up today it's up to 43 and a half but think about that for a second you've got Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady compared to Marcus Mariota and Geno Smith, and the uh, the Seattle game is actually a higher total than the Bucks game. It just shows you there's a lot more going on than just quarterback play. If you look at Seattle and and the Falcons, look at the weapons to throw to. You got DK Metcalf. You've got Tyler Lockett on the other side. You've got Drake London, who's off to a great start. Kyle Pitts. I know we focus on quarterback play, yeah. quarterback play, quarterback play, and it matters the most. But there's far more than just that that matters in the NFL. Well, the defenses for Seattle and Atlanta stink. I mean, that's, that's, that's probably why. Um, and, um, and, you know, the other way around, obviously, in, 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 you know, in, the, in the Tampa game as well. So, um, you know, there's obviously – and that Seattle Falcons game, I mean, it could be kind of fun. It could be one of those where you just, like, have it on a, a corner TV and you realize, like, oh, man, this is kind of a fun fourth quarter. Yeah. Both teams trying to lose the game collectively. And someone, <laughs> I guess someone has to win at some point in that game. I have no feel for this game as far as wagering purposes. Um, I, I, I like I put Marcus Mariota as my starting quarterback in fantasy this week because I feel like he'll just oh, get yeah. a bunch of silly yards rushing around and just being himself. Um, but come on, Seattle's pretty bad. Atlanta shows life, at least, in a lot of games, in two of the games, but... They're not that good either. This is a corner TV game at, at the at the at the most, right? Yeah, totally. This may be the extreme opposite. What do you think today? You're you're the game you're most forward looking forward to seeing and not look forward to seeing. That's this right. Is, this is a sleeper, Atlanta, Seattle, but yet Tampa, Green Bay is might be the game of the day. Uh, Buffalo, Miami, I think too, but Tampa, Green Bay. Listen, I think I showed you, when I was in Atlantic City a couple weeks ago, I bet one of those look-ahead lines, I bet under Green Bay 48, which was the look-ahead line. Um, under 48, not, this is, listen, this is not, nothing to do with the Evans thing. This this moved again. 
earlier in the week on Monday morning, I tried to actually go. A lot of the sports books had it circled. Couldn't get down. It was 45 and a half. Then went down to right now at some of the key sports books, 41 and a half. Looks like 42s across the board. Wow, this is this is a giant move. You don't see a game move. You don't see an NFL total move seven points from uh, from in, in nine days, and literally forty five and a half down to down to forty two. So, uh, yeah, listen, pre pre uh, yeah, before the season started, you would never think you'd have Atlanta, Seattle higher than Green Bay, Tampa Bay. Should be again going back to that Green Bay, Tampa game. Boy, I tell you what, that's what a beautiful game to watch. My favorite stat is that the Seahawks have been shut out offensively over the last six quarters. You go back to week one, Geno Smith had that great first half against the Broncos. Yes. They haven't scored offensively since then. They got shut out in the second half of that game. They had a blocked field goal for a touchdown last week against San Fran. They haven't scored offensively for six quarters. I understand that we as a society root for underdogs. I get it, okay? I, I maybe am underdog. My career was, you know, not ordinary. I was hurt a bunch. I wasn't underdog with my, with my body size, but I mean like I just you know, I, I get it. We root for underdogs, we want good stories. The reason I picked the Niners last week, and I think it's one of my favorite plays, is because of Geno Smith. He wasn't good in the second half of the first game. And people talked about him like he deserved to be a starting quarterback again because of one half. Look to the Cowboys, okay? Cooper Rush had one good half of football. The Cowboys scored three points in the second half of that game on Sunday, and that was a field goal to win the game. That was it. Their offense did not move. So people expecting the Cowboys to go into into New York, and they played okay defense the Giants have, and just be good, seems silly to me. The people that expect Geno Smith in this game to be good all of a sudden again, and he might be good because the Falcons stink, but like he's not, he's just back up for a reason. He's starting on a team that might win three games this season, Crack. I, 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 I get it. We root for underdog stories. I'm fine with that. But we have to have some realistic expectations for what's going to happen for the Cowboys offense with Cooper Rush and the Seahawks offense with Geno Smith the rest of the season. I remember you said that the first week I, I actually leaned towards, I think I put it in the third leg of my parlay or something, the Seattle money line first half. And you were like, no, 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 not Gina. You were, and then the next week you were spot on. You, you, you knew exactly what to do in that situation. So, uh, yeah, no, it, it's fun stuff that uh, we get to talk these out between us and, and, and to get your insights. And, Brian, it's uh, fantastic. Good job, guys. Cool stuff for sure. Uh, you mentioned this, Jeff, and Crack, the Dallas Giants game. This yes. is tomorrow night on Monday night. But uh, Giants, a small favorite, favored by one at BetMGM. A couple of interesting things. So, Kayvon Thibodeau, he should be back. He should be making his debut, the number five overall pick out of Oregon. Shout out, Ducks, right? No, you love that, Jeff. And also, Aziz Ojolari, he should be back as well. Yeah. So, both of those guys have missed the first two games due to injury. Something else on the flip side. Micah Parsons, who is an all-world defender, 17 sacks through 18 career games. I don't know what this means, but he tweeted out a flu game gif of Michael Jordan. So maybe Mark, Micah Parsons a bit under the weather right now. Something to keep in <laughs> mind. He's good, man. Oh, he is so good. He the Giants is unbelievable. Have, they have good tackles. But, you know, the thing about Parsons that makes it really difficult 
is that he can play anywhere, right? He'll play over the right tackle, the left tackle, inside as well. He'll kind of choose the worst player to go against, which is smart. And the Cowboys, thankfully, have dropped this idea that he's an off-the-ball linebacker. Now, I think he only had like two or three snaps off the ball against the Bengals. He's a defensive end. He's a pass rusher. Treat him as such, and he can wreck He can wreck the game. And they do a good job, again, of moving him around. They do some really fun things up front. So if you're kind of a nerd in that aspect, watch Monday night to see what they do with him and Lawrence and just kind of find ways to get him. Um, I put some money on him this week, a little late to win Defensive Player of the Year. It's plus 350. I, I know I could get a much better number. But at this moment, no one's going to win that award Besides him, T.J. Watt's yeah. not playing. Right. Aaron Donald, I think, is the best player in the NFL outside of maybe Pat Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. Miles but Garrett so has been killing it. Right. Yeah. There's so much hype on Parsons. He's a Cowboys defensive end. I mean, Duke gets 17, 18 sacks. He's winning this award. Yeah. Hey, uh, I got to ask you guys off subject again. You know, I'm spontaneous with yeah. these things. <laughs> Jeff, how'd you make out? How'd you make out last Sunday? Did you? Did you like? Weren't you going to like a wedding or a funeral or something? Oh yeah, I went to yeah, I went to kids. Uh, yeah, I um, went or to something. a party. I had my iPad. Um, oh, Sunday ticket was out for half like of Sunday. If, yeah. you, were, if you remember that, so I couldn't yeah. watch like half the games. Uh, my wagering, I had Baltimore minus. The like, three and a were half. Were you peeking at the score? Like, how did how does that oh, work? Oh no! So basically, we were outside at a pool party, and it was oh, we had okay. a covered terrace. I just sat <laughs> on the table, watched my iPad open. Some of the kids that were there like wanted to watch football too, so they just watched with me. Oh, then a wow. magician showed up, and he was kind of an old curmudgeon uh, magician type, and he was like. If the parents weren't paying attention, he was like kind of giving them a little grief, and he said something to me like, "Oh, so you're watching football there?" And about four of the women there were like, "Yeah, don't don't bother him right now." Oh wow, <laughs> wow. no, <laughs> get out of his I, way. I, I, yeah. I say, it, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know why I said wedding or funeral. I don't know. I just a funeral. Would, I think I'm a little bit. Not that disrespectful. I mean, I, won't have my phone. I, 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 may, right. I, I may peek at a score. Yeah. He's not going nowhere. But uh, you, you, you know, uh, I'm not trying to be. But you know, I may take, try to sneak the phone out. But like, I, I sent you guys a text during the week, and uh, I sent you guys a text during the week about. Uh, my wife, we just got home. We flew in from, from, from uh, I don't know where we were. Oh, God. New Philly or whatever we flew in from. And I, I, I literally was going around making some bets. And, and and she says, oh, don't forget, we didn't go get prescri- subscription, uh, prescriptions. I said, listen, yeah. I'm at Caesars making bets right now. She calls me for these things, though. <laughs> no now phone she called calls. The, the she honey, called the second time. Yeah. She called the second time. And I'm not trying to, you know, it was okay. that Now, now that's going to be publicized nationwide, you may hear about it. But I don't mean whatever. It is what it is. Uh, so now I had a text her. I'll just make you guys, uh, you, you, for other other guys, I said, listen, sweetie, the rules are in place now for this football season. Text her okay, perfectly fine. Calls are for emergencies only. Thank you. Have a great day. Oh, and I love you. Very simple. It's, you know, and then she said, of course, she said, I will stick to the rules, Captain. It's good to have a wife that goes with the program. That's all I'm saying. Correct. By the so way. I have, I have this. I have this right here i mean we're on zoom so no one can really see this yeah but sure i have this like Ooh. pocket knife i don't know why it's okay. on my it's on my desk <laughs> yeah. if i told my wife <laughs> that hey hun you can't call me during football oh, season or during games right into the rib this, cage this pocket knife would no longer be in my hands it'd be in my rib <laughs> oh cage oh my god so <laughs> oh, i'm just okay. telling you my and my wife's lovely i mean she's yeah. let me watch like i'm gonna watch football today i'm gonna watch it yeah. we're gonna be home we're gonna watch football with the kids and she'll just like do whatever but if i literally told her hey hun you know what you can't call me today. This pocket knife. <laughs> oh my god! Would be just, just, just because I'm making bets, it's my living. It's how we get the things you want. It's to earn. my living too. I cover oh, the I, NFL. It's my, yeah, li- it's my cover- job. 
The I knife would still you. go in. All right, I got to tell you, Jeff, because we were giving you a hard time because you're going to be at the birthday party, yeah. aka the funeral last week. And I'm like, oh man, no live betting for you. Sunday ticket went out, like yeah. you said. So I'm like, it's sports wow. bar audible time. I went to a sports bar. It was like a bunker. No Wi-Fi. No no, no live bets for yours. No truly. live betting for you. Couldn't oh, do wow. it. Yeah. The only game I was able to watch was on NFL Plus, the Panthers-Giants game, which was terrible. So I was sitting there watching that. It's basically the only game I watched for the first half of Sunday. But my Chiefs had already played. So like today, I'm, I'm going to be after this, I'm going to go into my TV room, got three TVs, put the eight box, put Red Zone Channel up, uh, put something else on, probably Chiefs game, and uh, we'll watch football as usual today. I will not tell my wife that she can't talk to me, though. You know, I was, uh, I was very down on Brownie the Elf last oh, week. It's, it's, Remember oh, that? Yeah, it's, I, you I said don't know. That. I it's hated that. It's it so many, so much attention. Oh, look at our elf oh. at midfield. I had to play this for you. Watching Thursday night football, Kirk Herbstreet. Listen to what he said about Brownie the elf at midfield. What is going on at the fifty-yard line? That is Brownie the elf, right? <laughs> yeah. So they took a fan <laughs> pole, and you know, was it going to be a dog in the middle? Was it going to be the helmet? Instead, this was the the, the logo okay. that won. Now you tell me what you okay. think. Okay. I'm not, a, I don't, I'm not a fan, man. Not a fan, man. That's what I like to hear on Amazon Prime. Kirk Herbstreet, thumbs down on Brown and the Elf as well. I love it. Hey, that. man, he, he is honest. You know, he's he's used to you know, these college logos, got the big old, you know, just very simple, right? We have an or, we have an Oregon O, we have an Ohio State logo, we have whatever you want, and then Brownie the Elf is just <laughs> so different um, that it's it kind of was like, ooh, it kind of like hits you, right? Like it's so different than the rest of the NFL. Can I tell you guys one thing? This is what's annoying me this week. This is my yes. get-off-my-lawn stance this week. On NFL Network, their pregame show, they keep showing these two goats, it, like literal goats, and one's wearing a Brady jersey, one's wearing a Rodgers jersey. Yeah. And I get it, but it's like, guys, do you realize in the goat conversation how far behind Aaron Rodgers is Correct. to Tom Brady? It's not even close and yet we're dressing up goats like this. Yeah. And my other thing is, you don't need to oversell a matchup. I love Tom Rinaldi, works for Fox, does a great job. But there's a commercial promoting this game, and he's like, it's, this is a legacy game. No, it's not, Tom. This is not a legacy game at all in week three today. So that gets under my skin as well. There you go. I've vented for the I day. just put on NFL Network just to see what they were doing. And, we, and what gets under my skin is Russell Wilson, who they're featuring right now. Um, yeah. This guy, I just... Oh, buddy. And, and the knives are coming out now from the former Seahawks players. They're going after they Russell are. Wilson now. Um, yes. They're letting it all go loose. Um, but, like, I – sorry, Broncos fans. That, that video clip this week, guys, of the runner pass thing that came out on the sidelines, I don't know if you saw that where he in, the, in week one he was on the sidelines telling everyone to yell runner pass when the, when the Seahawks were on offense. Mm. It's embarrassing. It's, mm. it's, it's, it's embarrassing. And when you're not winning, it makes it even more embarrassing. So um, – yeah, I, uh, I can't. I just can't. I can't stand the guy. I'm sorry. He must be. Guys, he might be the greatest human of all time. I, I don't know. But speaking of NFL Network, you guys both, <laughs> both both talking about here. Now, did I think they covered last year's Thursday night game? Is that correct? Now it's Amazon. Yes. Is that is that the way it went? All right. It so was, Amazon, last year was it was Thursday it was, night football was on NFL Network and Fox. It was Fox, like a dual. Yeah. Yep, okay. Because yeah. I seen something. Well, then how can this be then? I, I seen that, that that Amazon Prime four and a half times the viewership on Thursday night football from last year, but that can't be right 
if the games okay, roll well, on Fox. Okay, well, so here's okay the first. So here's what happens. I think the first half of last season Thursday Night Football was on NFL Network okay. only. Okay, yeah, and then yep, the back yep. half I think it was that on Fox. Sense. And that it was kind sense. of a simulcast. Fox was on it. So that's why, right? NFL Network's a premium channel. But Amazon Prime, I, I have, I had a friend. My radio producer on my Pac-12 show is 29 years old. He had never ordered anything off Amazon in his entire life. Wow. He signed up for Amazon Prime just to watch the NFL. I was wow. shocked. 29-year-old millennial, like, <laughs> like I never had ordered anything on Amazon. So that's what they want, the signups. I thought the telecast so far, Amazon has been really good. The alternate telecast is a little bit, even for me, a little bit much with like the lines everywhere where they show the players running. It's kind of cool. And the stats are good. I, I like Herbie. I like Al Michaels. So they and the best part for us, for us three, Al Michaels knows the spread at all times. Uh, oh, at all, all times. times. Always the reference at the end of the game. He's been doing that for decades, but much more prevalent the last, uh, I'll say, five years. So, uh, listen, it is what it is. I know I've, I've seen these guys in Vegas gambling, and, uh, you know, I've done uh, shows on the Musburger Network with Musburger, too. He's great. He always knew the lines of the games. Uh, it, it's fun stuff, and now it could be talked about because it's uh, fashionable. Hey, new users, download the BetMGM app today and use code COUNTDOWN for a special offer. That's code COUNTDOWN in the BetMGM app. All right, coming up next, only about 45 minutes away from kickoff. We are right around the corner. We've got Bill Krakenberger, sports handicapper from crackwins.com. Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran whose wife would shank him if he said, honey, don't call me, right? (laughs) I'm Brian, though. All right, coming up next. There is a certain player who's had a lot of success against one particular team he'll be playing this week. We'll let you know who that is. You might have forgotten about it. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Hey, sideline, run a pass. Hey, you got to let him know. Come on, commit to it. You got to let him know. Run a pass. Let's go. Welcome to the biggest tailgate party in the nation. You're locked into Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Touchdown! And it's presented by BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz, and sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. Just 35 minutes until kickoff here. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Let's dive on in. A quick score. Hey, for week three today, each BetMGM user gets access to a completely free $5 free bet on a one-game parlay of their choice. Okay, so a quick score. We're looking for the first touchdown scorer of any game. These are hard to figure out, but hey, if you're able to hit, it's like dabble a little bit. It's like playing the lottery, but you can hit from time to time. Here's the stat to keep in mind for Monday night tomorrow. Ezekiel Elliott, he's run for a touchdown in four straight games against the Giants. So I'm going to go with Zeke. We haven't seen peak Zeke for quite a while now, but having success against the Giants, they're not going to air it out with Cooper Rush. I think there are worse bets than that. I'm going to go with Zeke to score first in the Monday night game tomorrow. I like it, man. And they're going to, you know, they're going to focus on running the football, especially um, in that game. So I'm, I'm with you there. Um, I'm going to go to the uh, the Niners Broncos game, and um, with uh, it, Kittle's back tonight, right? I believe like he's, yeah, he's believe back so, and ready yeah. to go. So I'm going to Kittle plus 700 here, first touchdown for the Niners. Get him back early in the game. Get him involved. 
find a mismatch. Jimmy G's back, obviously, in that offense, and I feel like that's a good spot for Niners to feel kind of back fully with uh, with Jimmy G. And plus 700, I think, is pretty good value for a player like Kittle. Interesting. I'm going like the it. same game. So uh, when you said San Fran, I was like, oh, I got the same pick. I'm going to go a little bit of a longer shot here. Debo Samuel, uh, I see 8-1 to one here. So I, I kind of think that this guy's an explosive wide receiver. He gets scoring a pass from Jimmy G. And they even may hand the ball off to him near the goal line. So, yeah, it's a, you know, again, you know, guys, what I think about these type of bets. A peanut bet, something to have fun with. Don't go crazy. Very interesting. What are you pointing to, Jeff? What do you got? The goats are eating on the can on the NFL uh, Network now. They're eating, outside uh, eating. This, Brian, I'm with you here. This is ridiculous. I'm so <laughs> sick of this. I'm so, like, if, if Aaron Rodgers was in the same zip code as Tom Brady in the goat conversation, fine. Have your goats wearing jerseys. He's not. He's not. You got to stop with this. It drives me crazy. By the way, with the Sunday night game tonight, guys, while we're talking about Jimmy G, behind center now that Trey Lance goes down with the ankle injury, done for the season, it turned out to work for the Niners. I still will maintain it was a horrible sign for Agreed. where they think Trey Lance is right now. It's the NFL. It worked out great in terms of having an insurance policy, but, man, still not a great sign for where they are with Trey Lance's development. But I'll they're always far think that. better now. Like I, like, I have Niners under 10 and they a half are. wins because I figured Trey Lance would play most of the season. I'd yeah. probably have to buy myself out of that wager at some point or just like take the L on it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, there's plenty of weeks to buy myself out of that wager at some point. But like, I, this is a different team now. And I'm surprised that they're only a favorite by a point and a half at Denver considering the way Denver has played and home field advantage is not as important. But guys, they win a lot of football games when he is healthy on this team. I know quarterback wins is not something that we like talk about very often as far as, you know, like that's a, you know, the, whatever. But they do win a lot of football games with Jimmy they Garoppolo. Do. Like, they, they are a good football team when he is at quarterback. They believe they're really good. That's one thing that's important. That's what we talked about, right? When he's on the roster still, all the old guys, Trent Williams is like, man, I kind of want Jimmy G to play, right? I want this guy to play. And he and the offense looked different, obviously, when he came in um, the other weekend as well. So I, I'm i surprised this number is so low, Crack. Um, I know Denver has shown decent pieces, but it's a coaching mismatch right now, and the Niners are playing good football. Denver home, primetime game here. Uh, I'll tell you, this game moved three and a half points for people that don't know that. Uh, just confirming. Yeah, three and a half. This game moved three and a half points. Opened up Denver minus two. Now it's San Fran minus one and a half. And I'll tell you, situations like that, I hate betting something after the fact. I, I feel like I'm a sucker. If anything there, I, I would look more be more like San Fran minus the 130 money line uh, rather than, than, than lay the point, point and a half. Usually the well, the one is not really a key number uh, like it was, like, like, like it is in preseason. So uh, that that's the way I look at a game like that. Should be fun. It should be a fun night. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm interested to see that Niners defense because I'll read all these stats and it, uh, they're in the top five and they're this. It's like they played the Bears in a monsoon and they played Geno Smith and the Seahawks last week. And I still think they've got a good defense, but this is a tougher test against Russell Wilson and company, even though they haven't gotten off to a great start offensively. It's certainly a step up from the Bears in a monsoon and Geno Smith. So I'm curious how the defense plays. And I will also say this, Jeff, you're talking about Jimmy G. Now, bear with me for a second. I think he's a very poor man's Peyton Manning from this standpoint, in this standpoint alone. 
a lot of regular season success. What you're lacking with Jimmy G is those big moments in the playoffs, right? Overthrowing Emmanuel Sanders in the Super Bowl. The list goes on and on with what happened in the playoffs last season. That's why they made the move to try to get Trey Lance an upgrade. But I do, yeah, for the regular season, they've won a lot of games, and he's a part of that. So, yeah, I think if you've got under 10.5 for the Niners, Trey Lance going down was the worst thing for your bet. Yeah, I'm I'm going to have to get out of that at some point, I think. <laughs> um, we'll see you in the next couple of weeks. Go. Speaking about that, guys, I, I texted you guys this earlier this week. Um, one future that I'm going to be on, the Giants' win total this season was 7.5, okay? It's now, I believe I told you guys, at 8.5 now with the two wins they have. Uh-huh. If they beat the Cowboys, it might go to 9.5. If they win the next weekend against someone, I got to look, someone bad as well. Guys, after four games, take the Giants under their win total. They're not that good. Yeah. They've won the first two games. They're going to beat a Cowboys team. And good. who's the week four team? It's the Bears. The Bears. Yeah. So they might be four and oh, it's a good opportunity if this number's at nine and a half or 10 to fade the Giants after four weeks. Love this, by the way. This was a great text. I went to look, go see what regular season wins right now. Looks like it's about eight and a half. Uh, I, I bet. And I have a bad bet, actually. I bet under Giants, seven and a half uh, before the season started. <laughs> uh, but this situation now. So, Jeff, are you recommending now to wait until after the Chicago game? No, I, I think if you get if, if it goes to nine and a half with the with the Cowboys win, with I think you can take it then, right? Okay, okay, gotcha. I think it, you, I, I just nine, think that the, yeah. they're they're not they're not that. I mean, it depends on how I look this weekend, but they're like not they're not that good. Uh, yeah. Football Outsiders has them as the worst. 2-0 team in like 20 years. But <laughs> sure. however, the funny part is the other worst team was the 2016 Patriots that won the Super Bowl. Oh, so gosh. I got Giants oh, fans. Wow. I don't think that's happening <laughs> no. this season. I'm sorry no, to tell you. Don't think so. <laughs> hey, place a first TD score prop on any pro football game at BetMGM. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. I think we uh, earn $25 back in free bets when we get an update. Just automatically from Isaac Lowenkron. I, I probably shouldn't put that out there. It's not actually how it works, but it feels like that. Ilo with the latest. What's up? Lot of inactives and actives to update the people about, starting with the eagerly anticipated matchup in Miami between the Bills and the Dolphins in Buffalo. Safety Jordan Poyer officially inactive because of a foot injury. Bills starting center Mitch Morse inactive as well because of an elbow injury. Las Vegas Raiders running back Josh Jacobs is active at Tennessee. Baltimore Ravens running back J.K. Dobbins is active at New England, which is notable because he's returning to the field for the first time since tearing his ACL last August. New Orleans Saints running back Alvin Kamara is active for their game at Carolina. Good. Big for my season bet against Schwartz. That's good yes. news. Excellent. Yeah, that passed along just for you. So uh, we also have another NFL tidbit. Fox Sports' Jay Glazer reporting that all 32 teams received a memo from the NFL this week threatening punishment for breaking tablets and or oh. other league-issued <laughs> equipment. Gee, I wonder mm. who could have yeah. pre- precipitated that. Any big name? Gronk spike a tablet last uh, week? I'm just saying. Uh, not great. Not great. On to Major League Baseball. Roger that. Oh, hang on. My... Fox Sports Radio issued computer is frozen up. Ah! 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 
Now I'm going to get a memo. Just kidding. Finally, in Major League Baseball, the, the Miami Herald reporting that Marlins manager Don Mattingly will not return next season by mutual agreement. By the way, is it just me, fellas? Back to this uh, Jay Glazer, Tom Brady thing. Is it like a hallmark of workplaces everywhere where one person makes kind of a a minor mistake that really can be handled one-on-one, but instead a mass memo is sent out to everybody in the company about it? Is that just the NFL or is that everywhere? No, um, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I work from home. I don't get those emails very often. I don't know if I check, don't check my work emails, but I'm uh, I'm pretty much free of mass emails from my bosses. I think. Cool. You've got, got mail. You've got mail. That is the way to go. <laughs> it's Fox Sports Radio's countdown to kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Let's dive into this. Not live yet. Live betting. Ready, go. All right, we're looking for potential opportunities, Jeff and Crack. Before these games get underway, we're looking for live betting opportunities. The game I have circled, and hopefully I'm not stealing any of your thunder over here, but crack, you're all over Buffalo, Miami. You'll see this a lot. Sometimes you'll see games with a high total get off to a slow start. There's not a whole lot of scoring initially, and that line will come down. I just think this is the right side where uh, five defensive starters are out for the Bills. Dolphins' past defense has struggled. Josh Allen's been fantastic so far. So if you're lucky enough for it to get off to a slower start scoring-wise, I still think the over is the play. I, I like that. I, I'm, I'm with you. Um, it's a good spot to, to just continue to hammer that because the second half, again, with that heat, people can wear down. And there's a lot of opportunity for bigger plays. Plus, you know, there's always that, that chance that the young you know, players for Buffalo kind of get off to a good start. Mike McDaniels figures it out, puts two in a good spot. And, you know, again, Tyreek Hill and Waddle at any time can break away four long touchdowns. Um, the one I'm, I'm looking I'm looking at kind of two of them, guys. I feel like if the Bengals start slow in this game, which is against the Jets, which is really possible, um, they could be under a field goal at some point. They're, they should beat the Jets. I, the Jets... The Jets looked bad against Baltimore and had needed a, a miraculous comeback to not lose by 13 points to the Browns on the road. The Bengals should win this game. They're now up to six and a half. If the if the Jets strike early, and maybe it's even early in the second quarter, and this number gets under three crack, I feel like the Bengals are a good spot to take them at, at under three. Well, that's funny because uh, I'll just show you something there. If you could see that line right there. Five minutes ago, I literally sent out Cincinnati <laughs> to score uh, to score first. So I sent oh, it to my crack ones, guys. It's amazing you're talking about this. Cincinnati yeah. to score first in that game. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. And you know what? A, a lot of times when I'm doing – I told you guys before, and I, I know you guys noticed, but for any new listeners, I love betting – on and it's funny. Son, uh, the other night I said that when it was seven nothing in the game, uh, the Buffalo game. I said, "Well, now is a good opportunity to bet Tennessee." Of course, that was plus thirteen. That was wrong. But you have to think what again, guys. Think about what the line makers thinking. They know which way you're betting on marquee teams, especially. Yeah. So I think with the live wagering, you just want to put yourself in the bookmaker's shoes. You realize that you know once a big team scores, of course you want to get jump right on that team. Mathematically, the long run, that's not the right way. But interesting that we're both talking about the yeah. same Cincinnati Jets game. So we'll see. What I happens. have one. I have one more. Can I? Can I bring sure, up yeah, real quick? So sure. as we've been talking this morning. Um, the Chiefs and Colts line has dropped a point. Colts are now getting four and a half. It was five and a half to start our show. Um, so some sharp money coming on, on Indy probably. If they score first in this game, 
guys, if you get the Chiefs under a field goal, yeah. the Chiefs are like that's a great spot to be in. I mean, you're waiting for a better number, and you would get that. And and look, I think the Chiefs. Um, again, as I mentioned earlier, Pat Mahomes in his career against this uh, this defense against Gus Bradley has 17 touchdowns and two interceptions. Um, I, the Willie Gay suspension is really bad for the Chiefs. He's a big part of that defense. Um, so I do kind of worry that the rush defense here. But if they get up early, the Colts have to throw the ball to come back. The Chiefs under a field goal feels really good to me if you can find that at some point today. How about this, too? Because, Crack, you were talking about the Monday night game last week between the Titans and the Bills. Obviously, Titans on the road. So let's think about Washington. They're a, a six-point dog right around there on BetMGM. What if Philly, a very public team right now, after a great performance on Monday night against the Vikings, what if Philly gets off to a good start? And you could get Washington around plus 10 or so. It's a divisional oh, yeah. game. I think that'd be a good play if that opportunity presents itself. There you go. That's exactly what I was saying. Fantastic uh, foresight here. Exactly. I, I, I would I would tend to lean that same exact way. Love it. Nice stuff. Good okay. Stuff. The uh, moment of truth coming up around the corner. By the way, place a one-game parlay with at least four legs on any pro football game at BetMGM. If all legs hit except for one, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. Okay, we've given you all kinds of information and things to look for, and what about this? It's time for the moment of truth. Our picks against the spread, maybe some prop bets, and anything else that you need to pay attention to in week three. We'll get some extra headlines as well before we get on out of here. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Kickoffs are coming soon, and we're leading you up to them. This is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz. Are you kidding me? And sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. Just 13 minutes until kickoff here. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. All right, we've given you a lot of information. Time to put the information to good use. Let's dive into this. Rapid Fire. All right, our three picks. Each of us will have three of them. Let's start with you, Crack. What are you thinking today, buddy? Uh, listen, I, I just text you guys. Big information out there. This is like late-breaking stuff that we won't get too much. I know every show we've had something like this. I sent it to you guys. The Bengals will be getting the ball first Ooh. in this game. So pretty good information to have before a <laughs> well, coin if they win is the to- If they win the toss, though, right? Uh, I think they're going to get it no matter what. Well, let's see. Let's see. You know, let's let's see what happens. Oh, they, they, okay. They may, yeah, they, they may be getting it no matter what. Anyway, um, it's good information. You know a guy who knows a guy. Is that what's going on over here? Yeah. 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 No, but it, it's good information to have because I think it's a good edge that's not built into that who scores first. So, like the Cincy to score first. Listen, I, I see it here minus 145, minus 150, 160. I, I would lay that. Uh, you want some other ones too, huh? I want to go back to what I said earlier. I, I don't think I think I didn't really say the Devontae Adams over uh, reception. So kind of like that over six and a half minus thirty. I laid on on receptions and um, I, I, going overs on props. I'm usually an under guy. God, uh, I'm going to stick with uh, Swift. I think we t- you talked about yeah. that also. I'm going to stick with that Swift over seventy five and a half to seventy seven and a half total yards. There you go. All right. 
Um, so I'm gonna go with uh, with three with three sides today. One game that we have not talked much about, but I really do like is Baltimore minus two and a half on the road at New England. Um, again, Baltimore was up 35-14 in the fourth quarter. Lamar Jackson was looking better than he might have had in, in about two years, right? The offense was humming a little bit. I get Belichick is a defensive guy, and that defense has played well, but this is a lot of offense to defend um, in, in a week when you know a week in a week to prepare. I just think New England's offense is not very good. Like they just don't score enough points to me. So I like Baltimore here. I know it's a very public side, but I've liked it all week. It's under a field goal. I'll take it. I mentioned many times this week. I think Carolina plus two uh, hosting New Orleans, a must-win situation, must-win for Matt Rule. Um, again, you're playing a quarterback who has a fractured back, and and Taysom Hill's not active today. So if Winston gets hurt, you're going to Ian Book, I believe. Yeah. Um, no, and, Andy Dalton, I think. Oh, Dalton's our backup. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh. Andy Dalton's our backup. Oh. Not bad backup to have, but still, I think Carolina they have to, it, they have to win this game, and. I, I would have loved to take Jacksonville plus seven, but that's no longer available. So I'll go to, and I feel like, Brian, we might be in the same one. I'll take Tampa Bay minus the point and a half. Yeah. Um, I just kind of don't get this one. Um, I know Tom Brady has wide receivers out, but how many times have we talked about back against the wall, Tom Brady, and he plays great in these situations, right? Um, and Green Bay, I think, is their offense, again, it's very running back driven, uh, and this Tampa Bay defense shuts that down. And Rogers struggled against his defense, so I'll go Tampa here minus the point and a half. Okay, my three. I, I'm in the same boat on a sub, a couple of these, but I'll go in a slightly different direction. Devontae Adams. I'm with you on this crack. We've talked about it. I think it's a big day for him. No Hunter Renfro, who's out with a concussion. Just a gross loss last week against the Arizona Cardinals. Devontae Adams only had two catches. So I think he has a big day. I'm going to take his yardage prop. I'm going to take over 86 and a half is what they have at BetMGM right now. I'm with you, Jeff, with uh, Tampa minus one. So I'm going to go in a different direction. I'm going to go with Washington plus six. It's a divisional game. Carson Wentz has played well. These last couple of games, he's put up numbers. His wide receivers are doing fine. So I think that Philly is a bit overvalued after a great performance at home. I'm going to take Washington plus six. And on a random note here, I'm going to look to the Atlanta Falcons against Seattle's defense. I think Cordero Patterson, who's a weapon out of the backfield, his rushing prop, 43 and a half. I hate to keep just taking over, 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 but I really like the over in this spot as well. They might be running the ball late with the lead. Who knows? But I think he goes over that today for sure. Good stuff. Good stuff, guys. By the way, how about this, too? You're talking about the uh, Bengals game crack? Yep. And I'm not disagreeing with you, but six more sacks given up last week. They've given up 13 already through two games. That is unbelievable. I mean, there has to be some position changes after that many uh, – or some threats or something. Uh, that, that's just ridiculous. I have to get like a guy like uh, Campbell in there screaming and yelling at them or something. God. Yeah, something's got to happen. And also another thing to watch today – a lot was made in the offseason about the Colts switching from Carson Wentz and now going with Matt Ryan. Wow. Matt Ryan has been brutal so far. Really curious to see what he does yeah. today against the Chiefs. But it does show you, with them getting shut out last week, the Colts against Jacksonville, it shows you the Week 18 loss last season wasn't solely Carson Wentz's fault, although it was made out to be. 
crazy how it's worked out so far this season. Uh, with yeah, those I mean, I, I think Wentz is not great. I think he has part to blame. He didn't play very sure. well in that game. No, he didn't. He yeah. didn't at all. And they got him up out of there as soon as possible. They, t- they didn't even know who they were going with. They're like, just get this freaking guy out of here. But Matt Ryan, he has left a lot to be desired so far. But I'm going to stop yakking. I, th- I thought he would be good. I thought actually he would be an upgrade. And maybe he he's not so far. I'm, I'm just... The, the Colts strike me as a team that we always seem to praise their roster building and their front yeah. office. And yet they don't back that up with playoff wins. I'm kind of overdoing that for the Colts. Like, show me... Show me a quarterback of the future. Give me a left tackle. Like some things that are kind of important to winning, you haven't given me those. You've gone Phillip Rivers and Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan have been your last three quarterbacks. That's right. Until you find the quarterback, I think you're going to have this from the Colts. Win a bunch of regular season games and don't either get to the playoffs or do anything in the playoffs. Okay, the moment of truth has arrived. Let's do it. This is the best play of the day. It's a touchdown. Give it to me. Okay, Crack, what are you looking at today? Listen, uh, I gave it out earlier, talked about it earlier, because it was the opening thing on the show. Uh, Buffalo over, everyone's on, and I understand. I I think a lot of points in this game. I like it. I like it. I I have a hard time seeing it go under. You, Jeff, are the three amigos on board with this one, too? Yes, I'll root for wow. points. Yeah. Root for points. Why not? I'm, I'm going to trust the guy who does this for a living, whose wife can't call him during the day because he's gambling. <laughs> so I'll trust Crack. <laughs> What's the over under on you getting shanked if you say no phone calls today, Jeff? <laughs> well yes. over. Yeah. Enjoy week three, everybody. We'll see you.